Bring the ship up to broadcast depth. We're going in. Into the hideouts. Our country is now in the beginning of the Great Regression. Major steps are being taken backwards because those who are afraid have hijacked the government and the media. They fear diversity, creativity, and the questioning of authority. Now, more than ever, it is time to unite in a place where you can still be yourself and the freedom of expression continues to exist. Enter the hideout and be heard. Hello, everybody. It's the hideout on Real Radio 104.1. Tommy Bateman here with you. Tonight, we got a lot of good stuff to get to. We're going to start off with Matt Albert and by Curious BJ, who is Dub's cousin from Michigan, race back to the station. We sent them out, and the first one back, I don't know, wins a prize or something or doesn't get humiliated. But I'm sure they'll be humiliated anyway. It's the hideout mixtapes, Real Radio 104.1. Whoever gets back first, BJ or Matt Albert, will be, will get the starting position in the. Hideout Fight Club, coming up second one this Friday. In the first one, Matt Albert destroyed Chunks. Wasn't even a contest. You can actually see the video on uh, iTunes. The whole video is up there. It's under stunts. It's really, really good. And it's free. Now, whoever can bring back the other one of those two boys, Matt Albert or By Curious BJ, will end up winning. Um. The monster tickets mm-hmm. for the anniversary show, and also two, the complete monsters DVD collection. All right, great prize. They're on the phone. Hey, can we go ahead and use both phone lines so we can punch them both up? I know one of them's crackling, but I'll, I'm willing to deal with it just for in this, this break. All right, bye, curious BJ. You there? I'm here. All right, is anyone there yet? Have they seen you? No, no, no one's here yet. Matt Albert. Yeah. Hey. Is someone there? Has someone spotted you yet? No, not yet. All right, here we go. Now we will make the announcement of where these two boys are to begin the race war. Bicurious BJ is at the racetrack gas station. No, I am. Okay, Matt Albert. Yes, Matt Albert's at the racetrack. Matt Albert is at the racetrack gas station on 434, okay? One, right when you turn off the 436. It's 1.9 miles away from the Clear Channel compound, all right? If those of you that know, like in between 414 and 436, if you're going on 434, mm-hmm. there's a racetrack gas station. It's right across from, like, the, uh, it's right next to, like, the Tony Romas and... Uh, all that stuff. By Curious BJ is at the wing house on 436 that we usually go to after the hideout open door policy. The first one of you two to make it back decides the positioning, and the the listener who brings you back gets those Monster Anniversary Show tickets. By Curious BJ, do you have anything you'd like to say uh, at the Wing House, your location, that you'd like to say to the listeners and the heretics? Yeah, that's like, I, I couldn't hear you. Do you have anything you'd like to say, BJ? Uh, I'm at the Wing House, so uh, anyone who wants to come get me, I'm here. So. And if you guys can make it back first... Then you win the, uh, the... People are already showing up for BJ's location. All right, hold on, BJ. Matt Albert, how are things at the racetrack? Uh, it's not so busy. <laughs> really? 
Not so busy, my friend. Now, 434, especially between 414 and 436. It's a busy area. It's a very busy little area. Yeah, I'm standing around the corner, right on 434. And can people see you with the hideout sandwich board, 6'5", 500 pounds? Oh, yeah, they can see me. I'm like maybe 20 feet from the road. Okay, but right they... On the, right on the sidewalk. And they can see you? They can see me. Has anyone honked at you or anything? No, not yet. Hmm. All right, hold on. Let's go back to BJ and see how things are going for BJ. BJ, how are things going for you? Has anyone found you yet at the wing house? I'm fine and just waiting for the to What's that? I've been fine, and I'm just waiting for the okay to leave. You have the okay? Can oh, go? You guys can't go. It is official. Ready, set, mo. First one back to the station. Get starting position. Come on, guys. All right, hold on. <laughs> hold on by Curious BJ, okay? Is that? <laughs> is that a taunt at me? Matt? Yeah. Is anyone there yet? No, my sandwich board just broke. <laughs> How did your sandwich board break? All right, now, Matt, you still yeah. have to get somebody to come pick you up to bring you back to the station. Yeah, I know. Now, there is At least a, I know the way to get home. There's a couple of shortcuts if anybody knows them. If they pick you up, you do have a shot. Oh, an El Camino's walking by. Uh, nope, not, not a listener. All right, you're on the racetrack. You're at the racetrack on 434. The, yep. funny, the funny thing is that Chunk said, I'm going to take him to the racetrack, and I go, oh, I've never been there. And he goes, no, no, the, uh, the like, gas station one or whatever. And oh, we should say that it's a gas station, by the yeah. way. And, and I was like, I have no idea where that is. And he goes, you pass it every day you go to work. It's very easy to miss. And I go, what? He goes, yeah, it's, it's near right. the Walmart. Yeah, and he's like, it's between Blockbuster and the Walmart. And I go, I have no idea what you're talking about. Only just now did I realize where you guys where we're talking about. Holy crap, BJ! Jesus Christ! BJ, what? Dude, like a freaking you oh, fell in a house. What's going on? Oh, EJ. EJ from the U. Oh my God! Batman, holy! You just broke so many laws. What happened? What happened? Oh my God! Hold on, Matt. Matt, describe what happened. Hello. What happened? What happened? He just pulled up out of nowhere. He pulled a thirsty and a hutch. And he just he went across the median. And just no, you can't do that. You cannot break any laws. And you fat something, something. You and then I jumped in and he peeled out. You can't break any laws. BJ. What's up? Where are you? I am on the road. Have you made it back yet? Do you know if you're getting any closer to the compound? I'm on, uh, it was Zeppelin. I'm with Zeppelin. Oh, Zeppelin picked him up. How far away are you? Because EJ from the U is making it. Dubs, run downstairs. I think you should go downstairs to see who makes it here first. Get on the phone. You EJ have... has my phone. Oh, here, take mine then. Come take my phone. I got it. Because it may come down to a photo finish. Hold on, I'm looking for my phone right now. Here you go. All right, go, 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 go. All right, there goes Dubs. Hey, let me talk to Zeppelin, BJ. All right, hold on. I got to get Dubs first. Can you tell him to slow down? Nah, yeah, don't break any laws. How far away are you? Uh, we're at San Sebastian Prado in 434. Oh, you're not going to make it. No, but we're going to make it. I'm kidnapping Dubs' brother. We're going to South OBT, baby. <laughs> what the hell? Okay, so BJ has been kidnapped by Zeppelin. What the hell is going on? All right, hold on. 
Matt. Yes. Did you just hear that? What happened? Zeppelin picked up BJ and he's kidnapping him and taking him to OBT and taking him drinking. Well, someone's gonna get raped. This is a that happens in these bits. Alright, so you guys can slow down. It looks like you're gonna make no, it and I you're don't gonna think win. You're going to. Hey, slow down. Alright, right, he's good. We can't go as fast as we'd like because we're behind cars. Okay, you don't have to speed up that fast. Who are you right now, though? We're going right on the Maitland Summit. Or not Maitland Summit, Maitland Boulevard. Alright, so you're about to make it here then. Yeah. Alright, hold on a second. Put up this window. Alright, hold on. Dubs. Yes, I'm downstairs at Clear Chat right now waiting for either Matt Albert or BJ to get here. Actually, uh, on your way downstairs, Dubs, there was a development. What happened? BJ was picked up by Zeppelin. Yes. Zeppelin has kidnapped by Curious BJ <laughs> and taken him to OBT where he's going to leave him and go drop him off there. Oh, no. Yeah. The heretics have again pulled another one over on the hideout. So Matt and EJ from the U should be pulling up at any point now. And EJ from the U would win the monster tickets in the complete monster DVD uh, collection. And Matt would be able to pick the starting position for the hideout fight club. The second There's one. There's a this, truck right now. This Friday, that's got to be EJ from the U. Is there a big truck blocking any entrances by chance? Who said? Ah, uh, yes, there was. Who was that going to be? I don't know. The guy says, "I just want to see there Matt was, run." There was a big truck blocking the entrance. Oh man! All right, hold on. let's check. All right, Dubs, while you're on the phone, let's check in with BJ. BJ, what's up? Do you realize you've been kidnapped by an ex-marine? <laughs> no, I, I know now. All right, so you're with Zeppelin, and he has kidnapped you, and he's taken you to the bad part of town. Yeah, I'm about to go into uh, Flanagan's Fourth Above and Eatery. All right, so now you guys are just going drinking over here on 434, 436. <laughs> yeah, that, that'd be me. What's going on, guys? All right, well, hold. <laughs> now, I guess that's ADHD Will who's there. What's going on, guys? All right, well, yeah, keep yeah. keep wearing your hideout sandwich board. Oh, keep wearing it? Yeah, keep wearing it, dude. Pimp the show. Okay. All right, we'll talk to you in a bit. We'll call you back, all right? All right. Dubs. Yeah, how is uh, it? Chunks just showed up. All right, so so Matt beats Chunks back. I was gonna say, how is that possible? Matt Matt has not pulled in yet. That was not uh, Matt who pulled in. That was uh, our buddy from over at Real Rock. Oh my goodness! All right, hold on a second, Matt. Yeah, we just had not Hefe try to knock us off the road. All right, so now people are trying to knock you guys off the road so nobody makes it back in time. All right, hold on, we're turning in here. We're turning in right here. Oh, you're turning into we're, the station we're right now? At the, we're at the station right now. All right, so if you, as soon as you make it back, you'll be the winner. Yeah, okay. All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back. We'll get all of this straightened out next in the hideout on Real Radio 104.1. There was a plan on taking Matt Albert somewhere as well. Kidnapping him. Yes. All right, hold on. We'll get you caught up on everything that's transpired. Yeah, we need to, we need to do a whole rundown of the uh, the complete, uh, what were we calling it, the uh, race race? The race war. Race war. All right, first, though, Nameless from HideoutHeretics.net is on the phone. Oh, what's good. up, guys? Hey, what's going on, Nameless? 
I'm actually going to be in uh, town next week. I got a business trip, so it's hoping I could uh, maybe come to the station. You are welcome up here as long and as many times as you want. Absolutely. Hideout Heretics done that. Now, Nameless, have we ever met you? Uh, I met you one time at one of the uh, Coyote Ugly gigs. I used to go by uh, Alexandra Adam on the old boards. Oh, that's you. Okay. Now yeah. I know who Nameless you're, is. You're very secretive at the beginning of the uh, the board. Well, I still am, but... Uh... No. <laughs> no, well, you just let it all out. You let the cat out of the bag. Well, all right, okay. now that I know, who, uh, that's fantastic. Dude, you're more than welcome. In fact, you can stay at uh, Dubs' place. <laughs> I already have a full house. Yeah, oh, you can snuggle with him and BJ. <laughs> you and Uncle Jesse can room. <laughs> no, absolutely nameless. Hideoutheretics.net, dude. You are more than welcome to come on up, my friend. We'll see you next week. All right, sounds good. All right, buddy, we'll talk to you then. The Rippers right, are later. staying. We can't. I don't know why that makes me feel so much better that Nameless is quote-unquote normal. I don't know, but cut it out. Quit it. <laughs> How rude. <laughs> All right, Dubs. <laughs> Let's recap everything that's gone on. Okay? Last Friday night was the first Hideout Fight Club. Yes. You can get the video of this on the iTunes portion of Real Radio. Uh, on the uh, I, No, on the iTunes portion for the Hideout podcasting. Mm-hmm. Okay? So... Matt Albert destroys Chunks in the first Hideout Fight Club. Chokes him out. This video is so good. It's free. Go download it right now. You will enjoy it beyond all belief. So then by Curious BJ, dubs his cousin, slash friend, comes into town yes. for a week. He's an all-state wrestler and an all-American. He was a state champion. Mm-hmm. So he is going to wrestle Matt Albert in the second Hideout Fight Club this Friday night. On the open door. Well, we decide. Well, how about we we uh, because you can always start in different positions while wrestling. So we said, well, why not just actually make this something worth winning? So we decide we're going to drop these two off, Matt Albert by Curious BJ, at very at two different locations, equidistant from the station, around right? two miles. About it was one point nine miles, yeah. according to chunks. The wing house on four thirty six. And the racetrack gas station on 434. BJ at the wing house, Matt Albert at uh, the racetrack. Well, no sooner than it gets... Well, first of all, I guess Heretic Not Hefe was waiting downstairs with Zeppelin. Um, and you, EJ? All right, so these three guys are waiting downstairs to follow Chunks as he drops off the boys and dubs his green conversion van. And Chunks sees that, and he gets angry and like, I'm going to lose them. He set that out. In my big van. Yes, and as soon like that weird uh, like turn you come out, mm-hmm. as soon as you get out of the parking lot here, he takes that way too fast. I'm like, oh, God, Chunks, this is a van. You can't do that. You, this is not the green, a little pink monster. First thing he says to me as soon as he walks in, he doesn't say anything else. He just goes, I hate tails. <laughs> yeah, he just kept saying that. He thinks he's in the mob. I don't know. <laughs> he really does. He's playing Godfather too long. <laughs> so apparently he does all these crazy moves to lose EJ, not Hefe, and Zeppelin. All right? But these boys know it's not. It's going to be pretty close. So I guess you guys are just driving around. Is that right, EJ? I just got out of work personally. Okay, so. but but you guys know it's going to be somewhat close, so you just kind of yeah. hang out in the neighborhood. I was actually at the um, the RDV Sportsplex and, the, and that intersection. Okay, so you're just waiting right there to I hear where the location right was. Yeah. My car was turned off, I, and I saw a cop pass by, and I thought he was going to stop me for being brown. 
Yeah, I that's right, true. I was in right fact, across the street from him at that time, so it was kind of crazy. And then I was behind him right when we got to the racetrack. Mm-hmm. All right, so you guys are camping out waiting for this to happen, you heretics. So then it's announced where everybody is, and the craziness ensues. <laughs> I guess Zeppelin, who's on the phone, and we'll talk to him in a second, goes to the wing house to get BJ. Not Hefe and um, EJ from the U rush over the racetrack to get Matt Albert. Matt, all of a sudden, I hear screaming from you. <laughs> yeah, we didn't have any idea what was actually going on. What happened? Describe what happened to us, Matt Albert. I thought I was going to die. That's why I started <laughs> screaming, because I just see a big, like, uh, what kind of car do you have? Like a Ranger? Uh, yeah, a blue Chevy Blazer. Yeah, like... And it just comes across the median, <laughs> right towards me. And Legally kind of across the that, median. Does that weird like power slide That's right in front of me into the dirt? Dirt gets on me, and I just like, and he just opens the doors, just waves his arm. <laughs> come on in, come on in. Get Where in, boy. And was he on his cell phone? Did he say his name was Jack Bauer? <laughs> and he has important information. Now, not Hefe. Don't make me ask you again. Hadn't, hadn't, get in the car. It's not a choice. Hadn't you actually pulled up right before EJ from the U to get Matt? No, I actually, because he jumped the median, I got there right after. I literally, Why are you going to lie? My car Why literally are you gonna lie? fishtailed. Because he jumped the median. You went through the same median oh, I went. I, I just pulled up on the curb by and the, you went into the racetrack. By the way, this says a lot on how big these monster anniversary show tickets are. Yeah. <laughs> Congratulations to EJ from the U for picking that up in the complete monster DVD Cheating. collection. Oh, dude, we're going to go outside in about two seconds. So then, so then Zeppelin, I guess, picks up By Curious BJ from the wing house. And I, they should have been here because BJ got picked up. A good three minutes before you guys made it to Mount Albert. And there's less lights on that route and everything. I mean, that was actually the easier route back. Now, here's the thing. I check in with BJ. I go, who has you? Uh, Zeppelin does. <laughs> oh. Okay. Your heart sinks. At least it's someone you know. And then it turns out that um, Zeppelin has kidnapped by Curious BJ. <laughs> Zeppelin. What's going on? Where are you guys? Uh, I think we're at Flanagan's right now. We're just going to drink our way down to South OBT. Okay, so now they're on a drinking tour with By Curious BJ, <laughs> Zeppelin, and By Curious BJ. Yeah. All right, hold on. Here's BJ. BJ. What's up? Where are you? I'm I'm standing outside of Flanagan's right now. Do you have your hideout sandwich board on? I do. I just. I Sorry, just don't quit lying. I just had two beers. Already? Yes. You can't have two beers already. You're on. You're, you're on, on meds. <laughs> so wearing crazy pills. It's it's all right. I think I'll be fine. <laughs> all right now. So you guys, when are you gonna head back up to the station, Zeppelin? Are you gonna bring him back back at any point? Uh, whenever I'm drunk enough to not feel like driving too far. <laughs> God. I do not drink and drive first and foremost. Right, now, okay. our friend, um, what was his name that he said from Oviedo? What? Sock. What? Sock. Socks. Sock. Sauce. 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 That's right, sauce. sauce. Oh, Soft. Yeah. Soft from Orlando is here to film the documentary on By Curious BJ. By Curious BJ missing. Now, here's the thing. Soft, if I were you, I'd go to 434 and 436 at Flanagan's. This is good stuff. 
You have I'm to sure go. he'll be drunk. And- he's already had two beers in what's been about ten minutes, and he's on psychotic medication. <laughs> BJ, how you fe- how you feeling? Oh, yeah, and Zeppelin too. I, I, it's only been about five minutes, so I'm not quite not quite kicked in yet. You're gonna. Someone's gonna die tonight. I just know it. I can get that feeling. It's every hideout. It's, yeah, it's like very bad things. Just, I mean, something awful is gonna happen tonight. I think we're gonna go to the wing house. All right, well, ho- you guys are just there. You were just there. Can you stay at one place until Soft from uh, Oviedo gets there to film the documentary? Yeah. See if any. Are there any hideout women groupies that can come meet me up here? Yeah, hair chicks. You're that <laughs> drunk already. Where you're calling for the hair chicks to come bang you. What's wrong with that? I thought you. Were... All right, all right. Where is? It? Are you guys gonna stay there? Or do you want Soft to meet you at the wing house? Uh, I'll stay here. here. I'll stay here. I don't got any. I don't, I'm not driving. I'll stay here. No, but you got to go with Zeppelin. Zeppelin, where do you want to go? You're in charge of BJ because you kidnapped him. Oh, the pictures are cheap, so I'll stay here until what's his name gets here. All right, Soft. Why don't yeah, you head soft. over there right now? And Corner 434 and 436. I don't know if you know where that is. It's just right over here. We'll help you. We'll get go. for the police lights. Go talk to uh, Chunks. The Chunks will get you the directions back. You can go ahead and go in there now if you want to. Safra from Oviedo. Should I keep drinking or should I stop? It's up uh, to you. You're an adult. Yeah, you're an adult. We can't tell you what to do. Yeah, barely. what do you say? I mean, what are your suggestions? Keep drinking. <laughs> All right, so yes, just listen to Zeppelin. Yes. He's in charge of you right now. Yeah, he's a, he's a Marine. He should be able to uh, help you. On anything you need. My best medical opinion is keep drinking. All right, you boys. All right, we'll check back in with you in a little bit, okay? All right, 5,000. 5,000. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I knew some stuff was going to go on tonight, and it was going to be kind of a crazy night here in the hideout. I did not realize all this would go on. <laughs> Someone tried to uh, kidnap Matt Albert. Not half they did. Now... Apparently, not Hefe, there was a conspiracy between you, EJ from the U, and Zeppelin on whoever got... Uh, e- oh, it was just you and Zeppelin? It was just me and Zeppelin. What was um, the conspiracy you heretics had planned? Well, basically, I figured either Jimmy Jam um, or Zeppelin were going to be... We're going to be doing something, something like this. So I called Jimmy Jam, and um, he was busy with some dude. I don't know. Uh, then I went to, uh, I called Zeppelin, and he happened to be right behind me. So um, I asked him, hey, you know, well, this is what's going to happen. If Just tell me what the conspiracy was. Well, yeah. We already set everything up. Yeah, okay, well, no. Basically, if Matt, pizza. if somebody picked up Matt. <laughs> Tight shirts. <laughs> if somebody picked up Matt, whoever picked up Matt took him away. All right, so and whoever got to Matt first was gonna was gonna take, take him, him as away. far away as possible. Yeah, and whoever got to BJ was gonna bring him here. But uh, Zeppelin decided to sweeten it up a little bit and decided that we were gonna both kidnap them. I, so, I, but you, I, but EJ from the U throws in the wrinkle in that in that he actually brought Matt Albert back to win the tickets. If you had gotten a hold of Matt Albert, you would have kidnapped we, we him too. Oh, yeah, I would have paid for the tickets. That's not a problem. <laughs> so, we, so we would have had no closure to the bit. I wouldn't I wouldn't have gotten in the car with him. Why not? It's brown. <laughs> so are you. So are you. You're browner. Yeah. yeah. Dr. Schwartz, you're in the hideout on the radio. Yes, um, actually, uh, my curious view is that's the Beverages. I assigned him that psychotic medication. All right, so this is Bicurious BJ's doctor saying yes. that he can't be drinking. He cannot. His penis will rupture if he continues <laughs> to drink. Uh-huh. That's what he's counting on. That as actually, That's why he's asking for the hair chicks. Already. Can you imagine? They're going to get kicked out of the wing house, those two. 
They're probably getting kicked out of Flanagan's as, uh, as we speak. All right. Soff is on his way over to 436 and 434 Flanagan's Little Irish Bar. little hole in the wall over on uh, 436 and 434 with Bicurious BJ and Zeppelin. Christ. <laughs> what a night already. <laughs> I'm sweating. Come here. Matt, come feel my armpits. Feel it. <laughs> I told you, man. This is craziness. All right. Now here's what's going on. EJ from you gets the tickets. Thank you to Panama Jew for hooking it up. You get the tickets. We're going to see you at the Monster Anniversary Show. We'll be broadcasting live. And all the DVDs. All the Monster DVDs that are available for purchase on RealRadio.fm. You win all that, EJ from the U. I just want to hang out with you guys at the show. Oh, we're going to have a blast. Oh, that's all I want to do. I can't wait for the Monster Anniversary Show. We'll be broadcasting live for a little bit, so mm-hmm. we'll even bring you up during the live broadcast if we can get to you. Now, Matt Albert. You get to pick the starting position for the second hideout fight club. Do you know what you're going to pick yet? Either top, bottom, or neutral. Which position are you going to start on? I'm not sure yet. I'm still trying to work out a strategy how I'm going to go at him. You have to pick now. Uh, you have to pick in the next 90 seconds before we go to break. Uh, I'll Dubs, go... do you want to ask Dubs for advice? Yes, Dubs. Well, um... Don't pick bottom. That's yeah, all I'm going to that. say. That's all I'm going to say. I mean, I, I, you did pretty good neutral against Chunks. And uh, BJ is a master of the switch, which is when he's on bottom. So yeah. it's uh, it's a tough uh, decision. Now, what about on top, though? Oh, you mean if he's on bottom, he can switch it over real easy? Yeah. See, that's what I'm worried about. It That gives him like a... And you're already down, yeah. you know, so you have no leverage at that point if yeah. you can just get out for one second. I think I'm just going to stick with neutral because that's what I know. All right, so the, this Friday at the open door, the second hideout fight club. Neutral, you versus Bicurious BJ. Yeah. Toe to toe. Hey, is there any way we can pull the audio just of the uh, video on the podcast, the video podcast of uh, Chunks versus Matt Albert and the first hideout fight club from Friday night? I bet Chunks could probably pull that from the back. He could just play it. And that... uh, record on uh, Cool Edit. Because I'd like for people to be able to hear it, too. Yeah, it had to be played from Dub's booth. That's fine. Yeah, that's fine, as long as we can pull that for some point in the show. All right. Let's take a breath. Well, thank you to uh, EJ from the U, Zeppelin, Not Hefe, Matt Albert, by Curious BJ. I'd have to say that was a success. Definitely. Running around. You broke another sandwich board, by the way, you fat bastard. Yeah, I was just standing there and it popped. <laughs> just like it's your like bra strap. Yeah. It's like a button for him. Just like uh, one of your arteries is going to at some point. Just a nice boop. Nice ventricle. Just like any nice shirt he's ever put on in his life. <laughs> Buttons flying everywhere. <laughs> like I'm Superman flexing. All right, let's take a break. Hulk changing. We'll take a break. We'll come back. It's the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. There's a very good chance we probably wouldn't have been doing this show tonight after last night at Dancers Royale. Mm-hmm. So they come in every Thursday, and I love those guys. Uh, Rob over there is uh, 
become a very good friend of the show. He's absolutely fantastic. They Takes bring, care of us, uh, brings us out there, shows us a good time out at Dances Royale. Uh, Joey Bag of Donuts is out there. Mm-hmm. So we all go after the show, and right now we're filming this documentary on Bicurious BJ, Dubs' cousin who's mm-hmm. in town. So we head over there, and we walk into Dancers. Lo and behold, there's Bo Rhodes. And we're like, this is going to be a good night. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Bo is in the VIP already. Let's rock and roll. So we're over at Dancers, and it's myself, Dubs, uh, Matt Albert, by Curious BJ, uh, Sof, who was fil- filming the documentary on By Curious BJ, came in. It was good hanging out with him. That was fun. He couldn't bring in his camera. Because I just, I don't think, you know, cameras are allowed. Yeah, not a dancer. No. Um, EMSTD came out. Uh, a couple of other uh, heretics showed up. It was very Snatch good. Snatch cakes, doogie. Yeah. So it was a lot of fun. So we're in there. And immediately right off the bat, an entire bottle of Grey Goose vodka. Yeah. Chilled. With three Red Bulls. And then a separate container, two separate containers, one for orange juice and another one, one with orange juice, another with cranberry juice. So, and we're sitting there, we're like, oh, <laughs> all righty then. Should have done this. This is fantastic. <laughs> so, um, everybody gets their glasses. It's one of those things where it's all vodka <laughs> and a little bit of the, uh. For color, yeah. Yeah. Hey. And I was there. Oh, it was for you. <laughs> so we're in there, and man, the time that was had was just so much. It's one of those things where you step back for a second, mm-hmm. and you're like, this is surreal. You got beautiful women dancing around. You got lap dances being thrown around. You've got uh, the alcohol flowing. It's one of those nights that you never want to end. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Where we're, and we're having a good time. Everybody's laughing. Everybody's we're joking bonding. around. Now I'll say this, and every time about a strip club too, I'm not a real big fan of lap dances mm-hmm. because or dance. And it's not really a lap dance there, but more of a, like a dance. Private dance or private dance because. And there were a couple of girls, like white girls with with booties that just I didn't think white women had. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> Onions. Um. But I'm, you know, you get in the dance, and you just don't know where to look. Yeah. You know, because you feel always at the eyes. No, <laughs> I could never ever look a dancer in the eyes because you just feel so dirty. I I do, and I see the ghost of Daddy past. <laughs> it's it's a wonderful thing for me. See the horrors. <laughs> see that bedroom door opening around eleven o'clock. Just boogie man. Oh come on. Come on. So cry, cry, little girl. you're looking, and you just don't know where to look. And so you look down, and I'm always worried, too. Like what I kept trying to talk about with Marla of, mm-hmm. are people looking at me getting this lap dance? Yes. And just... Then it's more of, all right, now I'm on display. Well, you have, I don't want to look like a complete creedent. You, you, you completely are conscious of what faces you're making, w- like what you're, uh, how much eye motion you're making. And you don't want to uh, be looking too much and looking like a creep, but you don't want to look away and look like a homo. So <laughs> no, 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 that's true, though, because a lot of times you'll see guys 
who will just be looking away, sipping on their beer. And you're just like, well, what are you doing now? That's Mo. I try to have a good time with the girl. Make jokes, maybe dance with her. A you know what? I do that a lot too now. Now hold on. Now let me say this. Uh, by the way, it's a Hideout Roy Radio 104.1. So Matt Albert, when he is getting a dance, he is performing for the girl. <laughs> what were you singing to that girl? It was Fall Out Boy. Yeah, he's singing Fall Out Boy while getting a dance. Um, dan- and you're dancing with her too. Yeah. I mean, you're doing a whole thing. Cracking jokes, making her feel comfortable. Right. I want to hear him. Is this the one? Yeah. You know every single word of the song. Yeah. Too bad he sucks when I have him do that game show. We know the next line of the song. Give us a little bit of this out uh, of the Fallout Boy, man. At one point, we were looking up. I'm looking at some. I'm watching the Mavericks get their asses beaten. Mm-hmm. Uh, good BJ's here. Come on in, buddy. I'm looking at the Mavericks get their ass whooped. Am I more than you bargained for yet? Get into it like you were. Been dying to tell you anything you want to hear. Cause that's just who I am this week. I'm the grass. Next to the first thing we're from black. What are you doing? You look like you're doing something else with your head bobbing there. <laughs> Come on, say it. I get to the hook. Now he was shouting the hook. Sugar, we're going down swinging. I'll be your number one with a bullet. Your loaded guy complex with a fucking bullet. All right. What? What? What are you putting your head down for? Here's what's funny. He could be any fat emo band boy. You're like, uh, you're just a little bit skinnier than that guy from My Chemical Romance. I don't have the hair for it. Um, All right. So anyway, so Matt's singing this while getting the dance. Pointing at everybody. (laughs) Just performing. Now, Dubs, on the other hand, when he gets a dance, mm-hmm. Dubs likes to go over the top creepy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, Dubs... I stare at the face. I stare at the eyes. I'm making the, the, uh... And then normally when you get a dance, Dubs, like, you sit back. Yeah. Dubs kind of sits back, but then occasionally he'll lean forward. <laughs> well, I need to get a belt. I think I just see to, something. Just to look her deep pull into my, her eyes. Pull my spectacles down. As a monocle sometimes. <laughs> I hmm. mean, just... Interesting. Deep into the eyes, like it's uh, like he's Katie Kirk in an interview. Just, and then he'll even—I want Gary to cry. He'll even, yeah, right. He'll even do the uh, the eye thing, like the, the pointing. It's you and me, me and you. I know. I know. You know who says it? I used to ask to ask. Grant or Jackson? Mr. Jackson says it right here. It's just me and you right now. Don't pay attention to these perverts around me. So anyway, we're getting the uh, getting the dance. By the way, Bo Rhodes uh, wanted us to pass along a message to Chunks. Mm-hmm. We were very drunk at the end of the night. I believe it was your pussy because you didn't come out to Dancers Royale and you haven't he, yet. He was looking for you. Yeah, he was. Bo really... Rhodes wanted to see you, Chunks. Oh, I'm sorry. So tired. And I apologize that it took me 45 minutes to get BJ right now, but I have a story if you want to hear it after the break. All right, well, 
let's wrap up talking about dancers last night. So we're, we're there, and it's one of those times Matt's singing, we're all feeling good, mm-hmm. you know, and, and it's only like 1 o'clock, so you know there's plenty of more time to have a lot more fun. <laughs> and then Dubs pulls me aside, and he goes, dude, this is great. Here's the thing. We got to leave soon. <laughs> I'm like, what are you talking about? If we get to still have a whole hour before this place shuts down. And they love us. We can probably even stick around a little bit afterwards. Uh, if BJ has two more drinks, he's going to start fighting. <laughs> and I was like, you're crazy. Look at it. I've never seen a guy happier. There was this really cute fat chick. At the bar or uh, at dancers last night. Big boobs. Yeah, she was she was thick. Yeah. Um, but the thing was, BJ immediately goes and grabs her by the hand, sits her on his lap, and the two of them get a lap dance together. All right. He, BJ's working the room, mm-hmm. meeting people, throwing dollars around like it's nobody's business, just having all kinds of drinks. Okay. And Dubs, I guess, had seen this so much in his life that he said, dude, two more drinks and he's going to start fighting people. <laughs> so now it is about 1.30. Yeah. And BJ has had those two drinks. Yeah. And I'm not kidding, and I don't know how you did it, Dubs. Like a light switch. <laughs> now, by Curious BJ goes from happy, fun, Conan dancing o- around, Conan O'Brien, to the typical, I want to beat your ass, I'm Irish, I'm ready to fight you. Yeah. So. Have you ever been punched in the face? Yeah, that was said like 50 <laughs> times. Yeah. So then he starts, all right, first of all, I can't even believe we're going to admit to this, and I want to apologize, but we give him enough plugs, it's okay. And we really so, didn't do it. Yeah. So BJ, I guess he's going to go get another dance. Mm-hmm. And he goes, he starts lifting up his shirt, and he goes, hey, can you hold this for me? And I thought he was running some penis joke. Yeah, I'm thinking he's running some sort of a gimmick about, you know, hold it, you know, my duke. No, he pulls out a sign. (laughs) I guess some sign about anyone busted doing illegal drugs will get kicked out immediately, (laughs) something like that. So he hands it to me. He goes, hey, can you hold on to this sign? I'm like, where would this come from? Uh, it was in the bathroom. I took it off the wall. <laughs> I'm th- and I'm saying, dude. Why? Why the hell would you take this off the wall? He was like, it was there. I'm like, oh, Christ. You're right, Dubs. It's beginning to happen. By Curious BJ is now starting to turn into this guy. Mm-hmm. So then he starts. Oh, God. So then he's walking around the VIP area, trolling for drinks. He looks like a troll. He's trolling for drinks. Uh, if you know anything about Bo Rhodes, he loves McUltra. Mm-hmm. So BJ proceeds to try to steal the McUltra out of Bo's hands. <laughs> Give me that beer. So that I can drink it. And Bo's like, well, you can have it as soon as I'm done with it. My beer. So then Bo chugs half of it and gives it to BJ who then proceeds to chug half of it and that cont- that went on essentially the whole night mm-hmm. i am a ama- oh then he starts 
Didn't you threaten to punch Bo at one point, BJ? No, it was Joey Bagadonis who uh, threatened to punch. All right, one of the guys, one of the guys who's helping us out, mm-hmm. you know, who's really taking care of us. What did you say? Have you ever been punched in the face? Is that what it was? Do you know what it was, Matt? It was three people, by the way. <laughs> okay, who else was? It was uh, EMSTD and me. I right, so oh, was yeah. threatening to fight remember, all you guys. Remember he ripped uh, EMSTD's uh, hat off of him yeah. and it, it took his beer. <laughs> you took his beer too? Turn your mic on, stupid. I don't know if I t- I don't remember. You took his hat off of him, put it on, and you uh, took his drink. And didn't he get a le- got the lesbians mad at him too? <laughs> oh wait, I didn't even re- I forgot about that. Now this is what was actually kind of cool. There at dancers, they were. Two different sets of lesbians who were there. Both of them, uh, I would say lipstick, I think. I mean, they were... Yeah, they were they cute. Were, they were hot. What did you keep doing to the lesbians? We couldn't really make it out because of the music. That pissed them off so much. They were They actually yeah. weren't mad. Actually, one time he was yelling at them to make out. Well, what it was is they were... I looked over at them, they were making out. And I looked over at them, and I can't say it's on the air, but I said, no... And use the S word. And I go, no way, you know. I'm like, right. sweet. And he kind of looked at me, like, you know, like, get out of here. So I went over and proceeded to talk to him. And then all night, every time I saw him kissing or I just saw him in general, I'm like, yeah, right on. <laughs> Keep up the good fight. <laughs> I loved it. They were hot. Doing God's work. Didn't you say? Didn't you? Didn't you? At the end of the at the end of the night, at one point, didn't you go sit down and say? So where are we all going afterwards, or are we going back to your place? Didn't you pull some gimmick like that? I would say after one fifteen, there's not a whole lot of the rest of the night I remember. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Four zero seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one. It's a hideout road radio one zero four point one recapping our trip last night to Dancers Royale with Dubs' his cousin by Curious BJ. Does that cover basically everything that happened in the club? I Hold on. EMSTD is on the phone, one of the heretics. Was there anything that we missed as far as BJ being in there and what happened? Uh, the only thing I can remember is when we were all sitting back there in the VIP section and he's sitting at the main stage dancing with the uh, with the couple next to him trying to get everybody in the club dancing. At <laughs> uh, the other thing, too, is he kept begging management at dancers yeah to for him go to down go, the stage for him to go dance on one of the poles and he's like one of them's open one of them's open why can't i go up there and dance and strip here at dancers royale all right i not all right here's the thing all right thank you mr d we'll see you here in a second so then we're leaving okay dubs is the dd mm-hmm. so we all decide it's time to go and Safu was there with us filming this documentary on BJ. As soon as we're about to leave, he immediately runs to his car to get his camera. All right? I'm in the restroom. I'm saying bye to a couple of the uh, lovely ladies. And I come outside, and I see BJ yelling at the camera. <laughs> and then he almost, didn't he almost start a fight with someone, too? He wanted to go over and talk to other people, and I had him by the hood of his uh, hoodie. <laughs> And he starts swinging at me, like, uh, at my arm, trying to get my hand off, because uh, I was I was trying to lead him around like a dog. Right. And I'm like, we got to go this way, BJ. And he, I, he, I know! I know where we got to go! I want to go over here and talk to them! <laughs> so then we all get in the car. All right? And Dubs is driving, and it's mm-hmm. 2 o'clock on a Thursday night. And cops are in full force. And we got to go uh, 4.36 back to Maitland. And there are plenty of cops everywhere. Well, I mean, Dubs is fine to drive. Mm-hmm. But we're four, you know, we're three drunk guys 
in a car, and we don't want to get Dubs pulled over, even though it's going to be fine. It, it, it's just a hassle. I, you know, I, I just didn't want to put up with it. And you never know when you get pulled over if someone is too intoxicated and starts something with the, like BJ starts something with the officer. Why'd you pull us over? So we're pulling up. We're on 436, and BJ feels the need to start sticking his hand outside the car like he's some sort of a dog. Mm-hmm. Then he, he pulls out something from his jacket and starts hitting Matt on the head with <laughs> yeah. it. And I'm like, what is that? And he starts hitting me with it. He stole a hose from one of the toilets at Dancer's <laughs> Royale. <laughs> why? Yeah. Why, you got, why are you going to get me in trouble? They're never going to let me back in there again. You're leaving. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Why would you take one of the hoses from I don't the... remember doing it. <laughs> I don't know why I did it. I had large quantities of gray goose flowing <laughs> through my bloodstream. So we're in the car, and we pull up at a red light, and there's some guy next to us. Oh, and I think he's listening to Deftones and... His windows are rolled down. I think he's even smoking some weed. I don't know. And BJ proceeds to yell things very loudly so that this guy can hear us. Just ready to start all kinds of trouble. We were going to stop off at Beto's and, you know, have a little nightcap, have a little uh, food. Mm -hmm. This son of a bitch, as soon as we're about to pull into Beto's, i got to find a place to puke. (laughs) Can we get somewhere so that I can puke? All right, there goes Beto's. Maybe we'll just stop at 7-Eleven. I'm about to pull up to the 7-Eleven. Uh, can I puke at 7-Eleven? All right, you know what? Never mind. Let's just get home, try to get home without incident. What was I yelling at the guy in the truck? I don't know. Just li- look at this guy. <laughs> hey, cool guy. The girl big and bad with your window down. That kind of stuff. Now, you guys didn't get to see this, but after we dropped you off. Well, real fast, you dropped me off. Mm-hmm. He goes out. And proceeds to urinate uh, on various cars in my parking lot. Yeah. <laughs> and before that, as I get out of the car, he hops out of the car with me and runs at me yelling, Preview! And just tackles me out of nowhere. I, oh, guess I, for- a- I forgot about that. Because that's because the Hideout Fight Club coming up uh, tonight. An hour. And yeah. I lift him up and he says, uh, let me go. I got go to the- I go to the bathroom. I got to go to the bathroom. And then he goes urinating on the cars in my parking lot. Yeah. So then, at that point, I'm walking upstairs, you know, to the third floor, watching him run from scurry from car to car, marking his territory. And I'm just thinking, good luck, Dubs. So what happens when you get back to your place? Well, we, this happened even still in your uh, parking lot. Oh, no. I'm, I pull up a little bit, so I'm not, like, around him while he's doing all this uh, pee stuff. And uh, <laughs> he, get, he runs back up to my car. And right in front of us is a truck with a big Domino's delivery thing on top of it. Oh, no. Oh, Jesus. Dude, I can steal that. I'm like, what are we going to do with it? <laughs> Does it matter? Anything we want. I'm like, no, don't steal it. <laughs> Come on. Just keeps on yelling at me to, uh, to, ste- for, to let him steal this Domino's thing. I finally round him up in my car, take him back over to my place, and he, he asked me what uh, apartment number I am. I tell him. Uh, he's like, all right, I'll be there in a few. What the hell? <laughs> Runs off, I guess, to puke again. Do you, you know where you went? I The only thing I really remember about that incident was I was 
just laying face down in the grass, puking. <laughs> what? <laughs> in someone's front lawn. I didn't really care at that point. Did he? So I'm in my place. I'm making up something to eat for before I go to bed, and uh, my phone rings. It's BJ. Where are you? I'm like, I don't know. Where are you at? He starts naming off building numbers. I don't know the building numbers around there. I only pay attention to where I'm at. I live right at the front of the complex. Uh, I'm like, you know, like uh, there's a to start walking, and I'll stand outside, and I'll I'll finally see you. So he starts walking around, talking on the cell phone. Uh, finally finds me. I take him in. He uh, he goes inside, starts trying to watch TV. I can't do it, man. I can't watch TV. <laughs> He's that drunk. He's that drunk. I'm like, dude, just I'm. I'll clear out the bed. You can take the bed tonight. You know, just sleep in there as long as you need. Finally, get him to go to bed. Bring him a water and everything. I'm, I get out, start eating. I uh, get on the internet, do that that kind of stuff. What do I hear in the bathroom? Twenty minutes later. <laughs> More puking in my bathroom. So much puke. That I can smell it all the way oh, in the living room. Oh, damn. <laughs> so then I talked to Dubs today. I guess he passes out. I talked to Dubs today, and we were going to go bowling. Mm-hmm. Uh, my chick, uh, Dubs, and Vicarious BJ were all going to go up uh, bowling. I'm like, well, whenever BJ gets up, just call me and let me know. It's 3.15. <laughs> hey, uh, we're going to go bowling still? Yeah, BJ just got up. So we're at the bowling alley today, and we're bowling, and I guess BJ had a little something to eat. I'll be right back. (laughs) Goes into the uh, bowling alley bathroom and proceeds to puke, gets some on his shirt, the same shirt he's wearing right now. Classy. And then I guess you ended up having a panic attack? It, what, no, I had anxiety. Anxiety attack. Yes. Why? Is this why you stopped drinking originally? Yes. Because the morning, the day after, you'll get panic or anxiety attack. Y- yes. What were you? What was the anxiety over? Uh, it's not. It's just generalized. It's nothing specific. I you just, just get, feel anxious. Yeah, I just feel anxious. I feel like I'm gonna freak out and my tightening in my chest, and I get nervous and I get hot and sweaty, and it just it sucks. Maybe not, that's your weight. I've lost a lot of weight, though. Is that why you bowled so poorly today? I was bowling. I felt horrible. Sweating like a pig. And felt horrible. Throw up on your shirt? He was eating those horrible chicken wings. The chicken wings were good, but they had, like, yeah. they were smothered in garlic. I'm yeah, like, I was wondering what was, It looked like carny spit all over them. <laughs> it did. And so I went back. I took, a medic- my me- took my medication, which I have with me in case I need to take some more. Now, it- let, me, let me ask you. Here's the big question in everybody's mind. Because last night, I think you outdid Bo Rhodes at Dancers Royale. Are you ready for a round two on Bo's home turf of Latitudes? Will you be drinking tonight at Latitudes? At this point, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to say no. That's where you play the crickets. No, the crickets. But... We'll see how I feel. The problem, I, the problem is now is I've taken this stuff and I can't drink with this stuff. That's the problem. For how long? I took it just a couple hours ago. I mean, I should, I might be okay to go. We'll see how I feel. Do you still want to go out? I might want to. 
It depends on how, if I get too beat up tonight in the fight. I can feel the explosion of excitement in my mouth. (laughs) (laughs) Do you think the anxiety came from the Pop Rocks enema you did last night? No, it's like I never learned my lesson. If I drink light, I'm fine. But if I drink heavily, it's like a guarantee I'm going to get anxiety the next day. I don't know what my problem is. It's just my the alcohol gene my dad gave me. Your puss. And you're probably going to die. I, yeah. I'm going <laughs> to die an early death. I know that. Hey, you probably have no money in the bank left, do you? I never had money in the bank. <laughs> I know, but I mean, you probably have like really no money at all now. I stopped feeding into his anxiety. I see. Oh, was I? All right, let's take a break. We'll come back. No money. BJ, you have to drink tonight. He has no money to drink. We gotta have you and Bo Rhodes partying tonight He's at Latitude. Penniless. All right, but we'll see how you feel. He's forgotten how to wrestle. All right, we gotta take a break. It's a hideout. Real Radio 104.1. Welcome back to the hideout on Real Radio 104.1. Tommy Bateman here with you tonight. Now we're gonna get into embarrassing people. It's gonna be J Dub's old air checks from Michigan. Plus we're gonna have Hefe's girlfriend concerned about his porn watching. And then uh we have one where Matt Albert tricks chunks into doing extra work, which is always fun to do. Right now it's J Dub's with his old tapes on air. It's a hideout mixtape real radio one oh four point one. I brought in my demo tape oh, from what I was uh sending stuff out uh <laughs> trying to get another radio job after we got fired in Michigan. Mm-hmm. Um so I I all I did was music radio at the time. Right. And I had a demo tape that I was sending out. I listened back to it for like the first time in like two or three years. It's terrible. It's, it's absolutely Atrocious abortion of a tape. I can't believe I got callbacks on it. All right, here's all right. I got I got a couple questions on this. Now you trying to get another job? Does that equal you going on dates with guys? No, uh, that I didn't mean to go on a date with a dude. It just happened. I <laughs> thought it was a isolated, isolated, isolated. I thought it was a job interview, and I ended up being on a man date with a uh, music director. Where'd you guys go? The White Stripes concert. Hmm. And a Greek restaurant. <laughs> Ironic. Yeah. And so, he asked me to go out with for him for drinks after the concert. Is this arable? I think so, yeah. Because this was pre-Nipplegate, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, but this is the stuff I was sending to other stations. Okay, hold on a second. Don't give me that. This is what dubs used to do. You, whenever you're sending your, like a package... To a prospective employer, mm-hmm. not even radio, just period. You know, maybe you got your resume, your transcripts, that kind of stuff. Excuse me. Uh, Dubs had his package, and it was a retard flip book. Yes. Well, written, that, that written in backwards crayon. Well, that that was like six months into me sending my stuff out and still not getting a job, and I figured maybe if I drew some more attention to my package. I could get, you know, a... Uh, someone to notice. Yeah, someone to notice it. And maybe so, even want it. Yeah. And uh, I, I would send that out, and I, it was crickets from then on out. You know, no one would respond to that one. Oh, surprise. So you sitting out... And... What was, the, what was the final... What was the final page? Well, it was a big picture of a guy with Down syndrome, and it said, uh, so hire me at your radio station, or you hate people with Down syndrome. I have the flip book still somewhere. We should post it. I have it. Do you? I'm almost positive I have it at home. I know I do. Okay. I kept it because I said this is priceless. <laughs> I'm going to work with this guy for a very long time, and this has to be shared with so many people. Yeah, we should uh, we should post that. 
All right, but you got your you got your demo. Yeah, right? and uh, I found out that it wasn't that uh, I, the, uh, enough uh, attention was not on the package. It was the package sucked. How the long, CD sucked. How long is this demo tape? Was the, is the demo tape what four minutes? Yeah, uh, four minutes and fifteen seconds. All right, we're gonna play the whole thing all the way through. Can oh, we, we can stop, stop it? it. Yeah, it's Chumps, not just, CD. Just keep an eye, okay? Yeah, just uh, when we tell you to stop it, stop it. All right, here we go. Right. J Dubs' uh, demo that he sent out after we got fired from Lansing's New Rock, 92 on the Edge. It's Pennywise, Divine Intervention on Lansing's New Rock, 92 on the Edge. What's up? I'm J Dubs, doing the last laugh. Uh, all right, I got a guy in the studio. Just came up here with uh, my name written on him, 92 on the Edge Rocks. Last laugh. What's your name, man? Uh, I'm Mark. Mark. And you thought that'd make me laugh? I thought it'd make you laugh because I was about to take off my pants, too, because I'm only wearing a Speedo, and, you know. Are you? Take them off. Okay, here. Take off your pants. Gay even then. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That is funny. If you saw this, kid. Wait, wait, wait. Total lacking package. Everything. (laughs) Sure, sure. Blame it on that. All right. He made me laugh. If you can make me laugh, give me a call. 3632-9200. All right, hold on. Pause it. See? All right, hold on. Now we're talking. That, that's what. That was my opener. That's the strong stuff. That's the stuff that's going to grab them and say, hey. What are you doing over there? That's the stuff that's going to grab them and say, hey, this is what you want on your radio station. Because <laughs> they always tell you in the demo tape, you hit it up front. The first 30 seconds is so important for yeah. those of you who want to get into broadcasting. That's strong. And your first 30 seconds is analyzing a dude's junk. Mm-hmm. Now, right off the bat, as a programmer, i got to say, this guy's got a radio voice I want representing <laughs> my station. It's strong. I'll tell you that much. But it's true. It's true. This is the reason. This is the type of radio person to hate out there. Oh, my goodness. All right, air check J-Dubs, 407-916-1041. <laughs> Right. And this is what I was sending out. All right, Petman says, Dubs is making Richard Slim- Simmons look straight. <laughs> I can't believe... Hello? I can't even believe that your first bit on your demo is looking at a dude's junk. All right, here's... Believe it, baby. Let's hear the next one. Give me a call, 3632-9200. long as we're discussing minorities, it's J-Dubs. Lame white mother. On Lansing's new rock, 92-1-Edge. <laughs> listening to you on the radio. Did you? Yes. Nah. All right, hold now on. with that one, that girl could have been like 14. I don't know. I dumped that. Why? I dumped a part of that. I dumped a part of your demo tape. <laughs> <laughs> Look at you laughing, wondering why you couldn't get a job until I said, hey, join me at JFK. Please. <laughs> I'm glad I brought you along, man. You and me forever. Uh, Well, that's all I got to send out. I hope it's you and me forever. I got nothing. I'm screwed. People are saying it still sounds like your uh, cajones haven't dropped yet. What? I had to dump your demo tape. (laughs) 
All right, people are wondering if this was the original treehouse, and they're waiting for the awkward pauses and the hairband music. Because whenever I'm not here, Dubs hosts the show alone, but it's not the hideout. It's the J-Dubs treehouse. And he just plays hairband music instead of... It rocks. This is the best show in the world. Okay, so let's... Hold on a second. Let's go back. (laughs) Um, Junk call... Probably underage virginity, dumpable call. Now, I think next is Letters to Heaven. <gasps> yes. I, I got to listen to this off the air before we even do it. No, Letters there. to Heaven's fine. Are you sure? Positive. Yeah, it's good. Right. That was the only questionable one I had. Oh, that's the one you... Oh, that last one? Yeah. All right, let's hear it. Dubs. Lansing's new yeah, rock. South Park. <laughs> Lansing's new rock, 92.1 The Edge. What's up? I'm J Dubs. We do this thing called Letters to Heaven, where God personally will answer your questions. So hack. <laughs> I know. This week, Chris writes, I've lost interest in my current relationship, and I want to break up with my girlfriend, but I don't have the heart to hurt her myself. God, how can I get my girlfriend to break up with me? Well, Chris, what you need to do is start using a lot of cocaine. Get into drugs heavy, sell the TV and all of her jewelry, and soon she'll tell you she has to leave because you aren't the man she fell in love with, and she'll leave you. Ha, ha, ha. It's great because she feels horrible, because when she left you, she left you when you needed her most. Ha, 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 ha. Well, there you go, Chris. God's advice to you. If you'd like to get God's advice on life and love, email him at godsadvice at yahoo.com. It's Letters to Heaven on Lansing's New Rock, 92 on the Edge. <laughs> so embarrassed. Is he so hack? I'm so embarrassed for you. I need a new That's partner. strong. <laughs> that is strong, my friend. Let me ask you, Dubs, and you're yeah. sending out these demo tapes to get jobs. Where, where, where did you find this, by the way? What? This The CD? Um, Just in my, like, I have a big stack of CDs, and I was just flipping through them, just figuring out what I wanted to put in my new car and everything, and what I didn't want to, you know, <laughs> lug over from the old car. And this was a must-keep? Well, this was one that I'm like, oh, we got to play this one on the air. <laughs> All right, Wookie says we should do the Ask God bit here. Yeah. Letters to Heaven. All right, write that down, Bateman. <laughs> We're going to do Letters to Heaven. You can email uh, God at lhefawtks.com. No, I think that might be the last bit. I think the rest of them are just regular breaks, maybe. How much time's left in it? Uh, minute 51. Minute 51. That's a long time. Yeah. I don't want to hear any more. I think I've heard enough. You want to go with one more? I, I would like to hear you just doing a regular DJ trial. I don't think I actually have a regular DJ break on there. <laughs> Did you get any calls? Yeah, I got like callbacks. Actually, I you know I got down to like the last three at a few different places, but where another, hell? Basically, yeah, West Virginia, which is equivalent to hell. Uh, yeah, we're looking for a shock jock and a Ruba. <laughs> I'm there. I would have taken anything. Of course you would, because no one's calling you back between your Down Syndrome package and this radio demo. All right, play this. Is this the next one just a regular old DJ? I don't know. We'll find out. If it isn't, we'll just stop it and end the pain. All right. J-Dubs. Lansing's New Rock, 92.1 The Edge. What's up? I'm J-Dubs, hanging out with my man. Lefty, what's going on? All right, no, you know what's going on. Just stop, stop it. That's just awful. That's just an abortion. <laughs> I'll give it to you. All right. All right, Evil Eye wants to know if either one of you two or either one of us can talk a record up to the post. I know Hefe is great at it. 
I don't know if I can do it anymore. I really am, dude. I'm a good DJ. I mean, you can just hit it without even really knowing the song. Yeah, I'm good. I was a good disc jockey. Even better talk show host. Mm. Eh. Mm. It's a hideout, Row Radio 104.1. I'm dating this chick, mm-hmm. like her a whole lot, a whole lot. Very cool, very beautiful, the whole thing. Saturday night, uh, I guess she'd worked, she'd worked all day Saturday. We had the media bowl, like you talked about. We went to the Preds game, and part, in addition to high five guy, uh, we were both kind of tired, and the Preds had the game well in hand, so we took off at halftime and uh, went home. Whatever. Uh, back to her place. Hang out. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I've been sleeping over there. You know, we've uh, been hanging out for mm-hmm. a while, so I've been sleeping over there. Mm-hmm. And I, I discovered something about her. What's that? When she's tired or in a cranky mood, you know, she's a crier. A crier? Oh, like, oh. like actual literal crying? Yeah. Like spontaneous uh. crying or... Yeah, just kind of like any little thing. We'll set her off, yeah. Right. <laughs> it's not that bad. <laughs> oh my God. So... Okay. <laughs> it's not that bad. Is she throwing stuff? <laughs> um, but, you know, because I've been there before where... And she hadn't gotten a lot of sleep. <laughs> uh, but I've been there before where, you know, you're so tired, you're kind of in pain. Yeah. yeah. And you just kind of get angry and you you want to fall asleep, but you can't. So, like, one of the things that kind of set me off or kind of clued me to the fact that she was a crier or trying to figure out what we wanted to pick up to eat on the way home, <laughs> and we couldn't decide. <laughs> and so it's... I want McDonald's. You know? But I want burgers! <laughs> the number two I said out of one... There's so. pickles! <laughs> okay, okay, we're number one. So it's one of those no. things where, you know, that's wrong. Um, I kind of felt, uh, here's the thing about criers. I don't understand them. Because mm-hmm. I'm not one. Um, a lot of the people that I surround myself with or I have before haven't been criers. So it's something that I kind of got to get used to. You know what I mean? But... A couple of times, to, over little stuff like the Arby's thing or whatever, you know, deciding where you wanted to go to eat, you start crying, and I want to start laughing because it's just like almost comedic at that point. Like, wow, I can't believe that yeah. you're crying. Like, are you kidding? You're crying over this, <laughs> right? But again, I understand because you know she's you? incredibly. She really tired. cried over Arby's. Oh yeah, just like not being able to decide. We're going to go here. No. no, we're going to go here. No, we're going to go here. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, it, was, it wasn't over, like, the actual food. It no. was actually, like, like where to be, go? being so torn over Arby's and Chick-fil-A. Well, having to make a decision. Hmm. Is this, like, a full-blown, like, I'll tier streaming, or is this one tier, like, the Indian man? Ooh. Like, what kind of... <laughs> she is Native American. Okay. Uh, well, then, sorry. And, I'm sorry. <laughs> and when Arby's is on the table, there is no decision. You go to Arby's. Go to yes. Arby's. Agreed. I disagree. That bacon cheddar, uh, that chicken bacon cheddar or whatever it is. Oh, I can't beat it. I love the markets uh, fresh. You mo. So anyway. I like Subway. So anyway, we get back to her place and we're hanging out. And now I don't know about you guys, but do you like having a flip show? What do you mean? Let's say you're watching something on television, but there are commercials. 
Oh, I hate flipping. Oh, oh yeah. I so, stay there. No, see, I'm, I, the, I'm the opposite. I like to have a nice flip show. I have one channel, a backup channel to go to when I uh, when it goes to commercials, but I do not flip through. Yeah, how many shows are you comfortable with? Is it two, three, flipping two. through? Just I, two? Two's the Going most. Two, yeah. Oh, okay. I, I thought you meant you just started flipping through the channels with yeah, no, no, like, no. aimlessly. Yeah, got a plan. So, like, example, sporting events. So let's say, like, last night I'm watching my Dallas Mavericks win game mm-hmm. one. Right. I love the Dallas Mavericks, but commercials, no good. So I have to find my flip show. My flip show was Bill Maher, the rerun on HBO. It's beautiful because you don't have to worry about having commercials there when you're on commercials because it's one hour straight through. Or I'll find a movie, usually, that I've already seen, but I certain scenes, this, that, and the other. Something like The Rock or Con Air. No. (laughs) Don't even. Don't get started. So (laughs) don't encourage him. So, you know, for example... I will. I've even got the flip show down to a science, especially with basketball games because I've seen so many of them. I'll flip. I'll watch the two plus two, minutes. Yeah, two twenty. Flip right back, and before you know, they're back on TNT. Perfect. You know, Mavs over the Grizz. So I was trying to find find my flip show, and after real time with Bill Maher, I needed mm-hmm. to find another one, and so Skinamax was on. Yeah. Nice. Okay. Of course. Now, first of all, real fast. Car wash, maybe? About Skinamax. Uh, it is way different than I remembered it. More uh, hardcore? Oh, 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 yeah, they get, yeah. But not it's... only more hardcore, but, like, they show things now on women. Like, you. Full frontal? You can see the whole. Oh, that. Yes. Like, you can. The actual. S- yes. <laughs> yeah, the. What do they call it on South Park for. For Oprah? Oh, the minge. The minge. The minge, right. You can see the whole minge. Which, that was brilliant this last week, uh, Oprah's minge. <laughs> the standoff. And, and the million little fibers. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, so I'm surprised now by the quality of... You shot Gary. ...of Cinemax and the whole, you know, seeing the whole minge. Mm-hmm. So I find, you know, during the game, a Skinemax feature... That I want to flip back and forth to. Now, mind you, this is ultimate guy time. You know what right. I mean? It's Mavericks, Grizzlies, Flip Show, um, the Cabo Show, whatever it is on Skinamax. See, it, it, when you when you put it like that, it seems like you're flipping from Skinamax to a gay porn, Mavericks and Grizzlies. <laughs> Let me uh, ask you this: You girl. can put it that way, right? Is she is she like next to you the entire time, like sitting right next to you, watching this with you? Is she like walking right, around the room picking part, stuff up? Here's part of the problem. Because normally we like to kind of hang out, you know, mm-hmm. do that snuggle cuddle thing. So I, I I I dig it. I'm not gonna lie. So, but I happen to be sitting in the one seat, like kind of recliner thing. Mm-hmm. Because I kind of needed my space. Yeah, it's the game. Yeah, it's, it's the game in Skinamax. Exactly. So you got you've got a game going on and you've got a uh, stiffy for something that's not her. You don't want her around. And you're in the recliner, right? Guy time. So and she was kind of sitting on the couch, kind of hugging a pillow, looking over at me like, "Hey, this is perfect snuggle cuddle time." You know that whole thing. <laughs> so then, once I find the flip show for the Skinamax, mm-hmm. she goes. Oh, great. What, are we going to fall asleep to this again? 
This again? Again. Now, hold on. What, what's oh, going on in your place? Yeah, there's a whole... It's a hideout. <laughs> there's real, layers here. Real Radio 104.1. Rather than calling it a best of segment, we call it a mixtape. And uh, someone, people attempt to drum up feelings of nostalgia. It's a hideout mixtape on Real Radio 104.1. So, so far I've talked about how... Me and my chick, uh, Preds game, uh, Mavs game, flipped, uh, flip shows, this, that, and the other. All right. So now we're up to the point where it's the Skinamax. And because I need something to flip to. Of course. And, and in between. And I said, uh, she says, great, we're going to fall asleep to porn again. Which is Skinamax, not really porn. Yeah, but it's not porn. Now here's the, and see, this is what's funny, is that I don't think she knows that. So to her, it's pornography. Has she sat down and actually watched a hardcore uh, snuff film? I don't think so. Yes, Matt. Uh, when she came over to set up my computer, she uh, I did show her mine. That's true. <laughs> With streamholly.com, she liked that. Yeah. Bloodytrixie.com. Different. Over 18, please. So it was, but it's different, like, I don't know if she knows the true difference, but to her, it's naked chicks. Wait, wait real quick. Do, do you ever let her pick what to watch? Oh, yeah. Really? I just have this, like, image in my head of, like, uh, we're going to watch this. And her being like, well, uh, okay. <laughs> well, no, you're right. I do that. Okay. But she likes what I like. The game's on. <laughs> no, she doesn't. <laughs> she would yeah, be right, bitching sure. about it. Well, no, but, you know, she's got the DVR, so, I mean, it's like... ER. She's not <laughs> porn again. I've, I'm this close to DVRing some of those, by the way. Yeah? All right, now I think about it, maybe I could be a little bit more considerate on what she wants to watch. Yeah, she's such a pretty woman. Well, she's not like that, though. I think she's genuinely. Maybe she okay. wants to sit down and watch some Bridget Jones. Who are you to say? She records right. like CSI and crap like that. I don't watch that. The, the original or, on. or the uh, crappy ones? I don't know, whatever. The she original watches. ones are good. Okay, well, the whatever. rules change when a game's on. Exactly. Oh, that ends the playoffs. Right. And you it, raise your hand. Oh, by the way, we're watching the playoffs. She goes, so why are the playoffs important? <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> she's awesome. I'm like, uh, championship. Championship. <laughs> and again, it's one of those things where, oh, uh, okay. Go get me a drink. <laughs> yeah. Make yourself useful, honey. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway. Uh, so anyway. So it's the whole, so then I go, what do you mean we're falling asleep to porn again? She's like, well, this is the third time this week. Oh. So one of my fun things is I love to fall asleep with television on. Mm-hmm. At night, there's not a whole hell of a lot on. Right. No, once it's you, either that or history. Once you get past, once you get past like 1.30 and the last Seinfeld's been on, and you've already kind of seen SportsCenter and, and clips mm-hmm. all the way through, it's time to scoot over to Cinemax and see what's going down yeah. on Skinemax. Big channels. All the chicks, yeah. So, it and I have this fascination with porn, too. Okay, that's the other thing as well. I'm not only, like, I like it a lot. I have a whole box full. Mm-hmm. But, like, when the documentary came out about Ron Jeremy... Yeah. I, it's one of my favorite movies. I guess it's called Porn Star. Yeah. Yeah. And I love seeing the behind-the-scenes thing. I'm just, you know, with the porno Dan who's come through, and I guess like Ellie Love, I'm just really into the pornography thing. I'm not sure why, but I am. The whole porn world. So she goes, here's the thing she asked me. She goes, so why do you like porn so much? 
Here come the demons. I would have said, uh, take a look down in the crotchal region and you'll find out yeah. that uh, there is a reason it does this to me. <laughs> yeah, watch this reaction. <laughs> and so I'm thinking to myself, like I didn't have a real answer then. So I'm thinking to myself, I don't have an answer. I don't have an answer other than, you know, it's just, it's kind of hot. It's fun to watch. It's what, Tommy? You know the answer. What? It's not you. Mm-hmm. No, because oh. here's the thing. I'm not at that point with her. Yeah, don't say that. I'm. Uh, I'm, I'm serious. That, I'm always at that point. If I just meet a chick, How long I'm always together? looking over the other side. But here's the thing. I will watch porn regardless of whether or not I'm like sexually excited. Like I like to watch and analyze, and the things on Skinamax are very like interesting. I'm like almost analyzing what they're getting away with nowadays. Mm-hmm. So I can truly be honest with you and say that's not it. All right, but here's the problem: I don't have a real answer as to why I like to watch porn, other than the fact that I'm just fascinated with mm-hmm. it. So I kind of like babble, and I'm like, "Well, it's kind of a thing," or Do I don't know. I've always been into it, this, that, and the other. And so then she jumps to the exact same conclusion that you jumped to: the truth. Are you bored? <laughs> You're an ass. <laughs> I, I almost said the other half of that word. Uh, she's like, "Well, are you bored with me?" And I'm like, no. I'm like, how? First of all, she's gorgeous. But secondly, it's like, how on earth would, you know, my hand compare to what you could do? Easy. With a loogie. It's <laughs> <laughs> all you need to compare it to a chick. Right. Strawberry jam, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Whatever is uh, in A loogie and to, a will. Yeah. Whatever you can grab a hold to right some there. Motivation, you're good. That in a in a, uh, in a hairbrush. Sprinkle some tuna juice just to Never give it a. All right. <laughs> what the hell's wrong with you? You're such an ass. How long have you guys been together? Um, what? Yeah. Six months maybe? Yeah, somewhere around All there. Right. You know, we've been together for a little while. Is she when she's uh saying? Is her tone like she's upset? Is she starting to tear up when she's asking you like? <laughs> yeah, like oh. My God. I know what it was. Why <laughs> you bored with me? I know why she's upset. Just like Arby's, it's the same thing on the screen there. Sandwiches. You can't choose. I guess maybe that's it. Looks like roast beef. Yes. (laughs) Mm. So Number three. Yum, yum. That one doesn't have cheese on it. Mm, That melt. We're at Arby's again. So anyway. You should never look like a melt. So then, but it's one of those things where she's tired and she's kind of moody, so Mm -hmm. it's not anything to really be It's a losing battle. Yeah, you, you, you are. Eventually, eventually I send her to bed. Yeah, she wants to go. I'm like, you're tired. We're going in circles here. You got to get upstairs. I've seen some control issues here. Right, exactly. (laughs) You send her to bed. Ordering her around. You force her to watch porn and uh, sports with you. At least on the flip channel, you can find something she likes. Yeah, it's a great life. She's out of line. You leave. Why do you think I'm so happy? (laughs) Don't ruin it, ass. Don't point out the obvious. So how did you throw me under the bus? That's what I'm wondering. Yeah, I'm wondering where that connection is. All right. Because I'm a little passive aggressive right now, if you can't tell. Yeah, (laughs) very edgy. All right, so hold on a second. So then, and I don't want to get too graphic. But let's just say some things start to happen. All right? Like oh, wait, we, no, 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 no. Don't be bringing me up in when hold some on, hold stuff on, hold starts on, happening. We, we make up, all right? And then, you Hugging. Know, you know, and then it leads to the snuggle. Of course. And then other things begin to happen, all right? And I won't get too graphic what it was. But during that, 
I start to giggle. Uh, wait, wait, uh, during? You don't do that. Intercourse? I'm not getting that. wasn't quite intercourse yet. Oh. Okay. But things... <laughs> yeah, just like that? <laughs> I start to giggle. Okay? Oh, I hate you. And then, again, she is in a weird mood, so that kind of sets her off. Like, what are you laughing at? Yeah. What the hell is going on? And what actually went through my mind was, I can't believe that you would think I would prefer porn to this. Like, it's, it's just... Nice a, recovery. It's a, no, yeah. but it's, it's true. It's still on your mind. Like, it's a silly concept. All right? So then... It goes back to the thing again of, well, why do you like porn so much? Like with the whole insecurity thing. I'll tell you what I said next. It's a hideout <laughs> little radio 104.1. Paul Bubba Sparks. Yeah. The chick is kind of confronting me about why I like porn so much, and I couldn't really give her an answer. Then we were in the middle of doing some things, and I started giggling because I thought it was absurd that she thinks that I prefer porn to her. I don't find it absurd at all. Um, I think it's a I reasonable actually. thing. I prefer porn uh, to my chick many times. Not every time, but many times I would say, you know what? I would rather be watching porn right now. It happens. And so I didn't have a real answer for it other than the fact that I'm really fascinated by it. So then I'm like, and it's getting to the point where we were doing stuff, then we stopped because mm-hmm. it kind of made her mad. And I'm like, yeah, I got to handle my business, <laughs> you know? Yeah. The porn's at my place. So even if she goes to bed angry, I still ain't got nothing to, uh, you know, relieve with. Yeah, all you got is so uh, I, your thoughts in a uh, shower cap. Imagine, yeah. <laughs> right. So I need to say something so we can get back into the mood. Right. So the only thing that comes to my mind is, you know, this is what guys do. I wish I had a better explanation, but this is what guys do. And so she goes, well, do sometimes do you are you with yourself instead of being with me? And I'm like, no, this is how crazy it is for guys. Like, I can be with myself in the afternoon and then be with you at night. Like, guys are just wired that way. Yeah, we can do we that. And then I go... And you know that's me, and that's kind of out, you know, kind of outrageous for me. Then you have guys like J Dubs who will be with themselves four or five times a day. <laughs> that is untrue. Uh, <laughs> Once a day, maybe. I would say five times a week. Five uh-huh. times a week. And I'm like, other guys, they're insane over it. I mean, you know, you are much more insane like, about really? porn than I am. And I'm you like, watch it all the time. And I'm like, Dubs will do it, you know, four or five times a day. And I'm just, you know, I'm just at this. And that's just because I miss you. <laughs> that is untrue. He's a good guy. Dude, it's the truth. And you know no, it. You've no, told me. You've no, told me you've done it four or no, five times that before. that is you. I've called you multiple occasions. Yeah, I was running a batch. And then I'll call you two hours later. I was running another one. <laughs> Round two. I don't, Whatever. I found a really good scene. I had to do it again. What I've never say? said that before. <laughs> you have. Here's what she said. Oh, okay. Why didn't you just tell me? And then we end up doing it. And I got. And it was fan- fan- I hope she's listening oh, right now. Man. You're dating a liar. <laughs> You're dating someone who who pushes what actually he Don't does onto that. me. She'll cry. 
cry yeah, about it is. because that's the truth. <laughs> she does again? it five times a day at times, <laughs> never thinking of you. <laughs> oh my gosh. No, here's good, though. Got you out of it. Here's what I do. Let's say a porn is on. Mm-hmm. And I'm watching it, you know, <laughs> and I'm handling my business. If I can't find someone who looks like her in it, then when I'm getting to that point of ecstasy, I'll close my eyes and think of her. No, you won't. Oh, You've never right. done that. You've never looked for someone because <laughs> you know you could be with her at any time. There's no reason to think of your girlfriend while you're watching porn. No. God's honest truth. No, when you're, when you're at that you're point. You're thinking of people that you barely missed it with, yeah. that you almost had. You climbed that mountain and you couldn't get it. Those are the people you think of. Why are you laughing off Mike? What are you talking right. about? While she's crying out. You don't have the brain power when you get to that point to switch like that. There's no way. I, however, have a very high IQ. Oh, okay. I bet you can't even remember her name while you're watching porn. I would say it, but I'm not going to say it on the air. Deidre. <laughs> oh, wait, which one are you talking about? Ray oh. in Orlando, you're in the hideout. What's up, Ray? <laughs> oh, you're an ass. Oh, man. What's up, Ray? Here's something that... that, that will help explain the entire situation when it comes to, to girls and porn, especially girlfriends and mm-hmm. porn. Um, aside from being just women, it's, it's, it's a girlfriend thing. Girls attach and connect emotions to sex. Guys are able to just sort of have the sex, and there ain't nothing... nothing I'll tell you what. And that's kind of what I was explaining with yeah. Dubs, who will do it four or five no, times in a day not. with himself. I will with not. a lot of emotion. But I'll tell you what. There's no emotion sometimes when I'm running one. Sometimes <laughs> I forget that I'm doing it. And that's how, that's how much I'm disconnected from myself while Second I'm doing nature. it. Yeah, to go even further in it, the, the, the biggest thing is girls attach the, the whole sex thing and the, the, the fact that your emotions are tied up in it uh, to their attractiveness to how you see them. So when you're looking at porn, you're looking at porn going, I'm just looking at porn. They're looking at it as he's looking at somebody because he don't want to look at me. And that's exactly that's right. And for her, it was a whole insecurity thing. It's an all or nothing proposition with women. It really is. No, you're completely right on you'll with that the, one. Right? Yeah, you'll find the off girl who's totally into it, but, you know, she's usually... My know, chick's not into it, but she doesn't mind it. Well, here's the thing. Mine didn't either until... Yeah. You know, again, I think it was it's because it's because she was emotional. Stop. Well, it's also it's also a, a situation where you got the girl, she's there, you know, she's she's not feeling good. You said she was tired and everything anyway, so it doesn't matter what you did, she was just going to be in a bad mood. Right. And and, and the yeah. fact that you were looking at porn completely innocently, or not even really looking at porn, you said you were just looking at Skinamax. Yeah, it wasn't even real. Looking yeah. at it completely innocently. Combine the fact that she was in a crappy mood with how women look at that stuff anyway. Yeah. Exactly. That's just a powder keg. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, Skinamax and uh, Arby's in one night. Yeah, uh, that was a rough night. No, no, please. happened? <laughs> 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 Are you kidding? Uh, and the fact that I got to spin it with her just made it all that much better. Shut up. Oh, Shut man. your stupid mouth. <laughs> Which one? The one that lives so across the street? <laughs> or Deidre was her name? Was it? The blonde? Uh, Dimitri. Dimitri. That... <laughs> Dimitri. Yeah, I can't we don't, keep him straight. We don't talk about him on the air. Um, now, check this out. Massage girl Kimmy says, who cares about how much porn someone looks at? I'm like Dubs, and I do my thing four or five times a day, too. I don't do it four or five times a day. <laughs> Maybe once. <laughs> With lots of emotion. Ladies first in the hideout, Heather in Orlando. What's up, Heather? 
Hey, you know, me and my husband watch porn together. Porn doesn't bother me. He watches it by himself, or I watch it by myself. You're a whore. Admit it. Admit you're a big whore. Go ahead. Uh, but you guys will take care of business on your own. You guys are happy and all good, right? You're married. Yeah, yeah. All right, so it doesn't sound like it's that bad a thing. Uh, so anyway, Dubs. Scott and Rock Ledge here in the hideout. What's up, Scott? F.A., you're lying, man. What are you talking about? What do you mean? I'm lying. No way you are thinking about your girlfriend when you are hammerhand. And you, nobody <laughs> thinks about the girlfriend when the girl is giving him the hammerhand. All right, hold on. No, you, uh, your, your head's buried uh, beneath her shoulder, so she can't see you closing your eyes and thinking of someone else. No, right. No, no, no. Top of her head, man. You can imagine whoever the hell you want. Exactly. All right, no, no. Here's the thing, though. You know, when I'm watching the porn. I just happen to be looking at the screen because it's there. <laughs> just, I like I, how you have to pause to finish the finish thinking out your lie. That's the way I talk. Go back, analyze the tape. KGW. <laughs> so, but whenever I'm about to reach that ultimate point, I'll shut my eyes and think of her for an experience. <laughs> so no, she's no, born no, no. only as a shuttle to get there, and then she takes over. Right, just just because she happens to not be there. All right, I've never heard of that. I think that makes you gay, if that's true. <laughs> <laughs> oh. What's wrong, Dubs? You do it four or five times a day. No, what do you, you do it. He's, <laughs> you, you have the Dixie no, cups. No, you do it. Yeah. <laughs> you have the Dixie cups at your house for, as proof. Just filled. Mason jars. Laying <laughs> Just laying around. Captain Orlando, you're in the hideout on Road Radio. What's up, Captain? Hey, Captain. Captain. Hey. Captain, go. Just think, Captain, this is John. Oh, hey, John. Hey, John, I don't know. Sure, go ahead. It, it sounds like you have no respect for your girlfriend, man. What are you talking about? Have, I, you, have you ever asked your girlfriend if porn even bothers her? Yes, I have, actually. I made it a very... That was actually one of the interview questions it for is. being Happy's girlfriend. I take them into my closet, and I show them the big box, and I'm like... Ooh, you haven't even come out of there yet. <laughs> I'm like, if you have an issue with this, if that ends up in a promo, I'm going to beat somebody's ass. I, uh, have you ever asked her, would you prefer to, you, to her as your chick? Do you think that's disrespectful? Not no. at all. Why? Why would that no? be? No, of course Tip not. Talk. Is she? A, she's a woman, right? Yeah, but she's not your chick. She's man. a chick. It's a bird, dude. No, no, if she's you, my... If you care about this girl, why don't you refer to her as your girlfriend and not your chick? Cut that bitch off! Next caller! I call mine a chew toy. Semantics, my friend. You're caught up in semantics. <laughs> it's the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. 8 o'clock in the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. Welcome to No Spin Zone. Tuesday night. Sounds like uh, O'Reilly. No. Comeback music. It's Napoleon Dynamite. Damn you, dubs. What? Still doesn't know. This is also this is a good music to come back with because Uncle Rico is actually mentioned in the book. Oh, in this book that yeah. um, uh, we're about to talk to Catherine Namora, uh, author of The Laws of Lifetime Growth, Always Make Your Future Bigger Than Your Past. Now, we had her in the hideout uh, a while back. Was it two weeks ago? Yeah, uh, maybe three. And we spoke to her, uh, the website, by the way, lifetimegrowth.com, and... We were thinking, this is the perfect book for Matt Albert. 6'5", 500 pounds, 21-year-old black virgin, patchy baldest, graying hair, no motivation in life. 
He literally just puts more trash into the trash can where there's not enough room. Mm-hmm. And he's just one of those guys that can't even do that. Can't even take out the trash when it needs to be taken out? Catherine, welcome back into the hideout. How are you? Hey, I'm fine. How are you guys? Good. Now, give, so, us, give us a quick recap of your book and what it is. Oh, yeah. This is a book with ten laws based on what we've observed helps really successful people to to keep growing in their lives and keeps them out of traps that stop them from growing. So ten simple laws to keep you on the path to growing throughout your whole life. All right, Matt Albert, what did you find when you read the book? I found it very insightful. In fact, I want to get Catherine to tell a little story. She has a little anecdote in uh, Chapter 2 about getting her fingers stuck in a car trunk. Uh, it's it's kind of funny, Catherine. Do you mind? Hi, right, Catherine. Yeah. What was I? So you obviously read the book. So yeah. Tell me about that, Catherine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is one of those moments that most people like to forget, and I probably would have liked to have forgotten it, except that I learned a really big lesson from it. So it I got a laugh out of it. Always make your learning greater than your experience, and you know, it's just one of those things where I was really late at night. And I was—I had a lot of stuff with me, and I didn't want to make like ten trips back to the car. And I was convinced that I could actually carry it all at once. And I had like a microwave oven, and uh, I was visiting my dad. He gave me this light fixture to mm-hmm. place a light fixture in my house, and all kinds of food because I think it was maybe Christmas time or something. Christmas dinner food. I had bags of food. I had a microwave oven on my knee. I had a light fixture balanced on top of it. And I was totally proud of myself because I had everything out of the trunk. Right? I'm the same way, by the way. I'm. Uh, oh, I'm on trip, trip too. I, yeah, I'm more. It's more laziness for me. I'm thinking it's better <laughs> to get all 12 grocery bags at once, just exactly. stacking them, stacking them all the way up to my shoulders, yeah. then walking back out. You so, know? Right. so what's the comical end of this uh, this uh, story here? What so, happens? So of course, you know, I had all this stuff all hung all over me, and it was all balanced, and I was really proud of myself. And then I realized I still had to close the trunk of the car. So, so this was a great challenge, and. Uh, and, and I actually managed to do it, except in the process, I managed to stick my finger stuck in the trunk of the car. So now I'm standing on one leg. I got a microwave oven balanced on one leg. <laughs> I got a light fixture. <laughs> I got food bags, and the only way I'm going to get unstuck from my car is to drop everything. So that's it. You know, it was it was, it was messy, but uh, and it was painful. <laughs> yeah. Uh, now, Matt, what else did you find from this book that helped you out a little bit? Is there anything in particular, anything else that you wanted to ask uh, Catherine tomorrow about? The comparison about uh, making your future bigger than your past, and uh, the music we came back with was from Napoleon Dynamite, and mm-hmm. mentioning Uncle Rico about you know not ha- constantly reliving your past and moving on, making your future better. That really touched me because I I look back on high school and I think those are the best years of my life, but I'm thinking no, I need to move forward. And make it make it thing better for me. What was so great about high school for you? Because you, all the girls you dated? Uh, yeah, free food. <laughs> well, it wasn't free. free. Food. Yeah, well, <laughs> your mom I, was paying for it then. Well, no, I took food from other people's trays. That was free food. Um, so that's how you decided you need to be bigger and better. Yeah, bigger and better, right, Catherine? You need to steal more food. Catherine. Catherine, is, is that maybe, something... Maybe you can find better ways to get free food than stealing it off other people's trays. I yeah, mean, it's about learning from the past. So whatever whatever was great about high school can give you some hints about, you know, where you might want to go in the future. <laughs> that's, that was the saddest <laughs> thing I've ever heard from you, Matt. What? Like, that's, that's how you've gotten better. And, and that's, what, that's your uh, peak in life was the free food during lunch in high school. And that's, and that's just like, that's when you look back on glory days. Yeah. But, yeah, but you know, in all fairness, a lot of people think that high school was, you know, it's kind of it's easy and it's fun, and you know, compared to getting out into the into the into the world, it can seem like a, a pretty sweet time. 
but but you know there's there's lots more new opportunities that you got to kind of focus on on what else what else there is after high school what is there after stealing food off people's trays or what is there after after kind of hanging out and just enjoying yourself what did what did you like about chapter nine matt since you uh was there anything in particular about Chapter 9 that's Well, you, you have to give back. And I realize I haven't been charitable in my acts since I've been down here. Because you've given me a lot. I really haven't given anything back to you. Half to a. me, half a.m. Yeah. I, I probably should be paying rent. And that's, <laughs> yes, and you will be. And, uh, yeah, I need to do that. And probably do a little community service. What kind of community service? You know, picking up trash. In your room? Helping, helping kids read. <laughs> you need to learn that first for yourself. I, I, I read this book, and it's helping me a lot. I, I don't no, think you did. Like, actually, those sound like really great things to do. Is it, now, <laughs> is, it, is it part of goal setting? Is that one of the ways that you can make yourself better? Well, you know, that's just a tool. But the first thing you have to do is, is figure out what you want to do. And I think what Matt Albert did was really great. You know, think of some things that he would like to do. That that it sounds like you feel good about doing those things. Yeah. What, what about executing though? Like, what am I? Does that mean you're going to give me rent money now? No, it's, it's in the works. But you know, <laughs> that's later on down the line. That's in my bigger future, okay. not my past. All right. So you are planning the future. But I, but I, by I, the way, you are going to pay for the past too. All right. But I, I want to move on. Move on to chapter four, or move back since we were we were on chapter nine. It's ca- talking about making your performance greater than your applause. You're just reading. And, and, I hate you. <laughs> and I was thinking... You're reading the title of each that's chapter. So, you didn't read anything. That's so true, because you have to evolve as an entertainer. You just can't, you know, stay in one spot doing, you know, D-jokes. Just say... Yes? <laughs> you said fart. Yes, <laughs> uh, I, I said... Still in high school. <laughs> yeah, again, stuck back in the high school thing. But, all, but you said in the book that all great performers evolved and... Even though the audience might not have, you know, agreed where they were going, but later on they found their spot and people really liked it later on down the line. I really liked that. All right, let me see the book over there. Yeah. No, it's, uh, yeah, let me look at the book real quick. The, law, real quick. the Laws of Lifetime Growth. You can also see it on uh, LifetimeGrowth.com. So, uh, Matt, what else did you learn about the book? Chapter making your, 5. Make your confidence better than your comfort. You have to... Because money makes you makes you want to feel comfortable. What? Uh, I don't think that's what the chapter's about at all. Yes, it is. It's okay. about you know gaining, making, gaining your goals. What I'm trying to say, gaining your goals, and then meeting them, and then just kind of getting lazy Did, let me and resting you. on your laurels. Did you read the book? I read the book very well. That, that is man. actually exactly what that chapter's about. Wow. You're, you're totally right on. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, I mean, well. Now, how does he now, uh, Catherine Nomura here in the hideout on Real Radio 104.1? How, uh, how can he begin executing all these things now that he knows what to do? I mean, is well, there any? The first step is is knowing because if you don't know, then you know it's really hard to go out and do something. Mm-hmm. Um, but once you That's know, the then battle. then you just you know you you do it a little bit at a time. You don't have to do it all at once. You can do you know you can start with one thing and then. If that feels good, you can try something else, and and you just keep going. That's the thing about these laws is that you can keep looking at them and you keep coming up with new ideas of how you want to grow your future. So so I think all the ideas that Matt Albert came up with are really great. Hey, Matt Albert, how are you going to make your confidence greater than your comfort? Oh, I'm doing that pretty well. Yeah. Um, how? 
it's building blocks, and that's what I have to do. I'm one on top of the other, baby steps. And uh, that's what I'm Towards doing. what? Um, You're being too general. Towards my goal. Which, what's your goal? If you say it, it's not going to come true. <laughs> it's not a birthday wish, you ass. <laughs> you can say what your goal is. It's okay to have a goal and set it. I learned it from Goonies. You don't say your wish outside. It's our time down here. It's their time up there. That's that's what I learned from the book. Uh, you, are, you are the rich stuff. Huh? Okay, well, you don't have to tell anyone else what your goal is. Thank <laughs> but you. As long as, as long as you keep moving towards it, that's all that matters. She's got that's going to keep you growing. All right, thank you. Catherine Nomera. The uh, the laws of lifetime growth always make your future bigger than your past, uh, and the website is lifetimegrowth.com. Thank you, Catherine. You're very welcome. Thank Pre- you, guys. Appreciate Thanks. it. Thank you for the help. Did you read this? I didn't read that crap. <laughs> <laughs> I just read the chapters, chapter titles, and just guessed. <laughs> no, he didn't read the chapters. Take a look inside the book. What? I. <laughs> you what? You just highlighted certain thing, key phrases to say to her? No, that was uh, Chunks. And I didn't read those. Chunk, he made Chunks go through and highlight... Uh, so yeah. Chunks did your homework. Yeah. To be honest with you, Chunks, I'm just messing with you. I did read part of the chapters. <laughs> I, just, I just felt like making you do work you didn't really need to do. You're kidding me, right? <laughs> no, not. Like, you're absolutely kidding you me. You shouldn't have farted on my like chicken I didn't have last enough, night. Like like I didn't have enough crap to do. <laughs> I got a freaking broadcast coming up on Friday night, you ass. Like, I'm not doing other crap. You keep laughing it up. You want the real fight club right now? Come in there and knock your ass around. Oh my God! Oh, how much time? Oh, how much time did you spend on that today, Chunks? <laughs> uh, Chunks. Hey, put your headphones on. <laughs> he's getting the belt. Is... Yeah. He took off his belt and now he's hitting the filing cabinet. So he's gonna whip a black guy. Apparently. Yeah, that's not racist. Yeah. I'm not Chicken George, fella. Think it's funny? Right, yes. Hold on, hold on a sec. What are you hold, doing? Hold on. Come on now, if you think it's so funny. I think it's at nine o'clock this morning. I don't need your crap. It's not funny at all. Nine o'clock every morning. Yeah, but still, I have crap to do this week. No, you Sometimes don't. Sometimes I get here later at eleven. No, you don't. Yes. I right, hold on a second. So, Matt, you were supposed to read this book. Yeah. He, uh, Chunks was reminding you needed to read the book, and what did you say to him? I said, uh, why? You're why? not interested. Yeah, not really. But you actually read it. Yeah. <laughs> however, however, he thinks you didn't read it, so he typed up two pages of cliff notes for you. Yeah. And highlighted the book. Thanks for that. It was really helpful. But he had already read it, so there was no reason to do this. Yeah, why'd you do that? Because he told me, he told me he did it. Hmm. Get on a mic, dumbass. How much time did it take you out of today to do Matt Albert's homework and do these cliff notes. I'd say it took me about a good uh, hour and uh, 50 minutes, 53 so, to be precise. Essentially two hours on a 15-minute segment. Yeah. That's not efficient. Actually, it was only worth about 10 minutes. So, yeah, we uh, only talked to her for 10 minutes. No, actually, that, maybe nine. Eight. We came back, came back at one after. <laughs> And then we sold it for about a minute and a half, two minutes. So probably seven minutes. So you did two hours of work for seven minutes. She was very nice. <clears throat> so uh, do you understand what we're talking about when we say you don't have to get here at nine, that you don't really spend your time correctly? Well, here's the thing, though. Uh, I did everything. Are these the cliff notes? Quicker. Those were the cliff notes. No, hey, Chunks. Not today. 
to uh -oh. the computer. Hey, Chunk, look so, back here for a second. Let me uh, show you what I'm going to do with this. Uh, Stuff it down the back of my pants. And, uh, this, uh, great mm. fuck up Bruce. Say hi. Mm. Ooh, my ass smells. <laughs> Woo! No, that's just a cliff note. It's, it's horrible writing. Oh, man, I didn't wipe well. <laughs> oh, that's dirty. Oh, that's awful. How does that happen? That's the brown note. <laughs> hey, Chucks, come get your cliff note. <laughs> that's so dirty, dude. How do you not wipe like that? That is that's disgusting. I'm going to throw off. Oh, God. <laughs> Chunks, we need a picture of this. That's awful. It's like a Jackson Pollock. <laughs> Just flatter. Alright, Chunks. Yeah. I want to take a break and come back. <laughs> I want you to first go take a picture of that, uh, of your cliff notes <laughs> and what Dubs thought of it. Yeah, them. get it out of my studio, it stinks. So that's a dirty gym guitar thing. Yeah, thanks for setting that up for me. <coughs> kind of wasted your day. That thing you? is so dirty, Dubs. <laughs> I'm here to go, throw up. Here, come give us the half no, day chunks. No. Chunks, come here and give us the half day. Uh -uh. It's a hideout, Real Radio 104.1. <laughs> Hey, it's Savvy from The Hideout, Real Radio 104.1. we got a lot more to get to. Right now, we're going to get to a bit that's been requested many times by, I believe, Auntie Matt, if you're out there still alive somewhere. This one's for you. Plus, we have an interview with Kate from Men's Health, where your headache gets angry because everyone hits on her. Plus, Matt Alberts, You Can't Win, as well as the Florida Mandingo Sex Party, and inside the Porn Actor Studio with Joanna Angel. Here's a Fat Man Diary, Real Radio 104.1. Now, as a public service, The Hideout presents a roadmap to dysfunction with Chunks and the Fat Man Diaries. <laughs> Talk! Yes. This one is dated February the 12th, 1994. What a day! My favorite day of the year, Sports Illustrated Swimsuit Issue Day. <laughs> to me, it's the closest thing that I'll ever get to having a girlfriend. I'll often picture myself with one of the supermodels on the beach or in the cabana, and I pretend that we are boyfriend and girlfriend. They never call me fat or pluck at my jello nipples. For some reason, he's going to end up with a cabana boy. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. I think at the end. Don't ruin it. Ah. This year... This year's issue was particularly good. Ah! With a perfect picture <laughs> of Kathy Ireland laying on the beach. I figured tonight would be a great night. Whatever happened to her? For one of my dates. You're going to run a batch. This whole story is going to be, be about you running a batch. Yeah. How sad is your life? You write about it. <laughs> you just wreck it for me, huh? Why yeah. should I even keep going now? No, go ahead. Keep going. Yeah. Why don't you just keep going then? <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Because, yeah, now I'm into it because I really want to read about it. Why don't you just see how I did it? <laughs> All right. All right. It's all kinds of bad emotions. Uh uh -huh. I'm going to run out of bed music. Oh, yeah. I took the magazine upstairs and I got into my bed. I opened it to the Kathy Ireland picture. 
I lit- Is there even a point to, to go on now? No. I'm dissuaded. No, go ahead. I lit a candle and I put some classical music to set the mood. Then the fun began. Picture myself on the beach. Warm, oh. breezy day. Yeah. Hey, Kathy, I say. Hey, stud, she replies. How was your day, I ask. <laughs> Fine, she says. I'm a little hot from working out nude all day, so I figured I'd come down to the beach and cool off. It's smelly. But now there's sand all over my supple body. That's no problem, I say. Take off all your clothes and I'll brush you off. It's at that point where I take little pieces of white paper and put them on the picture of Kathy Ireland. (laughs) So that appears... As if she is nude. Oh, that's better, I say. I wipe the sand off Kathy. Oh, I feel much better. Would you like me to rub you down, Alex? Stop. Sure. If you don't mind. You're going to have to take their shorts off, though, she says. She then starts softly caressing my body. Oh, she says, I'm sorry. I touched your man muscle. Hey, I say. (laughs) That's okay. Then Kathy starts to really take care of me. Hey! Someone yells. I realized that this voice was not Kathy's. You know what? I want Chunks next week to read the diary of Anne Frank. I think that's Aww. I think that's where we're at right now. Where <laughs> That'd be more sexy than what I'm hearing right now. I quickly snap out of fantasy world to realize that the hey came from my mother, who had walked into the room. <laughs> what the hell are you doing? Why are you naked with all that shredded white paper around you? <laughs> Uh, I say, hey. I'm just doing some homework. Oh. <laughs> Bull blank, she says. You were pleasing yourself. Oh. That pervert side comes from your father. Ma, I say, can you just please leave the room? So, that's, uh, uh, yeah. Uh, I, didn't even, I didn't even get to finish hey. my date, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Oh, let that be wrong. <laughs> yeah. Oh, let that be wrong. Oh my goodness, Trunks. Yeah, that, that was quite embarrassing. It's not something you want your uh, ma to walk in and see you doing. Now, how do you? All right. <laughs> Enough uh, from no. Trunks' mother. How do you recover from something like sure that? Sure, mom looks like the rocker. You, <laughs> the mullet. Teeth. You really don't, because even when you go upstairs after that and lock the door, you're still thinking to yourself, "All right, I know she's thinking, what's that little creep doing up there?" You know, you know that if you disappear for too long, they know what you're doing at that point, and you can never really get a good one again because <laughs> your your confidence is shot. And you're always thinking somebody's going to kick open the door. A good one. Yeah. Why? It's not not that type of story. I'm confused now. About your sexuality? Dubs, have you ever been walked in on? No. I'm usually... the, The thing I always did was I would... 
I was like an Indian. I would be rubbing one out with literally my ear to the ground, like <laughs> listening for buffalo, you know? Native American, by the way. Whatever. <laughs> I was a redskin. They're allowed to what? say that over in Washington. I can say it here. They can name a team. Nah, sadly, you're right. You can't get away with that one. Wow. All right, I got busted. How many How many times did you run one while you're on your knees staring out the window hoping the car doesn't pull back up into the driveway? <laughs> I signed up for Radio 104.1. <laughs> My worst thing was constantly... Shirt underneath your chin. <laughs> <laughs> it's so true. But it's not necessarily on your knees, but you're constantly running back to the blinds. And here's the funny thing. You don't grow out of that. No. Because if you're married... It's the exact same thing. Or if you have a girlfriend or if you have roommates, it's all the same thing. You're running back to the blinds to make sure that you don't get busted. Why Why is the door locked? I don't know. It just must have locked when you left. I don't know. Why isn't it that you just stand up for yourself and say, hey, I'm doing this? I know. And so what? You do it, too. We all do it. If you want to sit down next to me, fine. Hey! want a little show... But I gotta finish this. Thank you, I'm done. How many times has someone like jiggled on your locked door? Uh, oh, like trying to get in yeah. you didn't while you're doing it? Yeah. Or maybe after you're done you forgot you locked the door and then you're you know you've been caught some way or another. Mm-hmm. My girlfriend is so anal that she knows exactly how everything is when she left. So if the blinds are messed with a little bit, she knows what I was doing. Oh, oh, so, oh. So she she knows that if you left the blinds a certain way. If I if the blinds are changed from what she had them, she knows I was running one. Man, that's tough. I don't care. She doesn't care either. Right, I'm getting into She'll just say, huh, so you ran one today? Yeah. And then you tell her, yeah, that's so I could hold out longer for you. No, I said, I just say, yeah, I got what, a new video. What if she followed up with, were you thinking about me? She already knows the answer to that. <laughs> yes. Actually, I was thinking about Tommy, but mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> you know that's how you always get out of uh, out of an awkward situation. You just throw out a really gay reference and try just try to get through it. What? Hmm. All right, Putin, is this real? Yes. All right, tell me, you just typed to me, tell the world. Well, when I was growing up, we weren't allowed to close our doors. So if, like, I closed my bedroom door... Like you were, like, a high school bathroom stall? Um, What? (laughs) Your high school, didn't they just uh, have, like, no doors on the stalls and no one could poop there? Oh, no. They had had doors. I hate that. Um, Yeah, but we weren't allowed to close our doors (laughs) as kids in our house, so... Uh, if I did shut my door, you know, on accident or on purpose, whatever, there would be within five minutes, I guarantee you, little patrolman mother would have come by. <laughs> what are you doing in there? What's going on? You creating some devil seeds? Yeah, it, it was hell on earth. That's why you uh, you get behind the door and you can see when somebody's uh, coming by. How come uh, Putin's mom sounds uh, familiar to Bateman's London girlfriend? Yeah, Beatrice. Okay, Matt Albert says it's tough when you're in the middle of that and someone tries to have a conversation with you through the door and you're trying to keep everything going. 
how many times have you been running one and you've been expecting a call or you like really need to take a call? So you, you do the whole call with Dugan in hand, just hoping, you know, it doesn't mess up on you. I've done that before with you calling. Actually, probably with all of you calling, except Putin, who doesn't have my number. Yes, right. I do. I gave it to him. Through an inside information tells me that someone may be taking care of business while another someone's dog is scratching at his door. What? So apparently while Chunks is trying to take care of business, Roxy, Tommy's dog, is scratching at his door. Your back door? No. You got a dog biscuit between the pillows? Is that what you're telling me? You know, every once in a while you wipe a booger on the dog as it walks by. You think Chunks has ever used the dog to clean up? Now Tommy's just going to hit you, man. He's, okay, he's just going to hit you. He's grabbing the knife. Dude, you're going to want to run. Get out. Do it. Get out now. Him. Go. Run now. He stabbed you yesterday. Get away from me. You oh, know? oh, he just went to go get a sandwich. Yeah. He just It's fine, Putin. He just went to get a sandwich. Oh, he did. There's sandwiches in the back. Yeah, he went and got a sandwich. It's okay. Go ahead. Yeah, phones are ringing. I need you yeah. to go answer the phones. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041, star-1041 on your singular wireless phones. It's okay, dude. Okay. Good boy. <laughs> All right. Putin got smart and came in here and saw saw uh, Bateman with the knife. And now Tommy's trying to get him to come in there and answer phone calls. All right. This on the AOL Instant Messenger. From Databyte, his mom caught him while doing the scrambled porn thing. We've all been there. How many times have you, have you just left it on the wrong channel and they pop it back on? And they know what you were doing. Yeah. Or you leave the the wrong video in the VCR. All right. Ninety nine says best thing. That's why you always do it in the shower. Yeah. That's why I, you just 30, 30 minute shower. I couldn't get clean enough. <laughs> but everybody knows then too, and they're always shaking the door. Especially if it's the hideout off-campus housing. Just messing up the rhythm. Putin, the phones are ringing. I need you to go screen the phone calls. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. Star-1041 on your singular wireless phone. What's Tommy doing? He's got one in a mic backpack. Now he's got two knives. Why do you have a knife? Because. For protection. Why didn't you have the knife last night when he stabbed you? Why didn't you have it on you? All right, so Tommy literally has two knives now. Go get the phone. Three. This should be fun. I don't even know what's going on in there. Damn it. He's got three. Ha! You're crazy, man. (laughs) Tommy, you can't be chasing around interns with knives. Just one. Right, Matt, Just pick your favorite knife, and you can have that one. Matt says he did it in the shower once and got a migraine afterwards, so he can't do it there anymore. You know, it is odd when you're in the shower doing it. Sometimes, if it's really good, you may take a knee. I've taken a knee in the shower before. <laughs> you, you boys going to get along back there? Are you going to stop stabbing each other? 
Tommy I had, didn't stab him. Tommy we has to... stabbing each other. We'll take a break. We'll come back. <laughs> Tom's like Tom. our, our little reality show going on here. And it's behind glass, so I don't think anybody's actually getting stabbed. It's the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. You know, whether a nice woman lives there or a mean guy or there are cops nearby or there's a lot of food or whatever. Now, hmm. uh, if someone delivered to your house, would they put a handy signal okay. outside? Come on. <laughs> I'm glad she enjoyed that, Dubs. Yeah, of course. I just want to say, nerds did that too. Just recently, uh, it was to denote like Wi-Fi access, like around towns and stuff. That have little symbols and like painted on the outside oh, of a God. building if they had like free internet and crap that you could use. God, I didn't hear any of that. It was like the Charlie Brown teacher was talking. I'm gay. Nerd. Dork. Are you a nerd or a dork? Nerd. Um, Dubs, I know you had weight issues. Actually, you're still kind of chunky. What? Unlike me, radio's Vin Diesel. Ha! <laughs> uh, but but I, everyone has always wondered this. Hold on. Whatever. It always drives you insane. Come on, please. It always drives people insane when they see people going through a fast food line. And they're ordering something, and they get it biggie-sized or super-sized, mm-hmm. and they get it with diet soda. Um, and, and then even the myth of a diet soda. Like, to me, it just seems like, I know there's zero calories, but it seems like it's just wasted. Well, I know a lot of people who uh, are trying to lose weight or whatever, and they drink a lot of the diet soda, and they can't really still do anything they can't lose the weight go, go figure it's gonna work for me uh, oh exact chunks is yeah. the perfect example of this yeah he does nothing but drink diet a, di- a diet drink is still not healthy there's nothing good in it for you all right let's talk to uh no, good. kate daly the men's health editor oh nice a chick is men's health editor i think it's great as a feminist i'm very proud of that it doesn't seem like she's qualified kate welcome to the high yeah. on road radio how are you i Great. Now, I heard you guys are pretty cool, and you're here talking about free wireless Internet? Uh, yes. Um, all right. Yeah, it's kind of dorky. We well, follow- whatever. <laughs> that was our nerd uh, intern over there. Uh, all right, so what is this? What is, uh, what, what's the problem with these diet sodas? Well, the problem is exactly what you're, ta- what you're talking about, about people going through the drive-thru ordering, like, two Big Macs and an extra order of fries and then getting a diet soda. There was a study at the University of Texas, and they found Pickle that horns. a lot of people who drink diet soda use that as a way to give themselves permission to eat more. So there's nothing in diet soda that's going to make you fat, but a lot of people drink diet soda and then think that that gives them an excuse to, like, eat an extra slice of pizza. All right, so that's where the problem comes in, is that people are drinking something that's zero calories. And then they up their regular calorie intake because they think that since I'm drinking diet soda, that's going to do everything for you, me. Because you assume like one of the large diet sodas are super sized. Sometimes it's like 400 or 500 calories you're taking in. So, mm-hmm. but they decide they're going to substitute that for a donut. Right. And well, the thing is, like, there have been studies that show that like if you drink a lot of soda, like regular soda, and you yeah. cut it out of your diet and replace it with diet soda, and you're kind of like chunky you will lose the weight really quickly. Like, mm-hmm. that's a good way to lose, like, 15 pounds in a couple months. But if you drink diet soda, like you said, and think that it's an, it's like when the Snackwell's cookies came out and all those fat ladies thought that they could <laughs> eat, like, four boxes of diet cookies and still lose weight. That's yeah. not how it works. That's my mom, yeah. 
<laughs> it's absolutely my mom. I'll eat a whole box of snack walls, though. No, Those are delicious. No. The, the devil's food one? My oh. mom, she's hideous. She actually, uh, she looks like Roseanne Barr, but like before all the work. So, And she's just as mean, so it's not really all that good. Uh, Kate Daly, men's health editor uh, in the hideout on Rural Radio 104.1. So can drinking diet soda then make you fatter? Well, the trick is if you're trying to lose weight and you're drinking a lot of diet soda and, and you're not losing weight, then you might want to take a look at switching to other beverages because actually there's nothing in diet soda that's going to make you lose weight. There's nothing in diet soda that's, making, that's going to make you gain weight either, but there have been some studies that show that there are some beverages that will help you lose weight. Like water. Uh, water, but like super cold water because for your body to use the water, it has to bring it up to 98.6 degrees. And to heat that water up, it's got to burn calories to do that. So, so you make it by drinking cold water. You're making your uh, body work harder, and hence you're losing weight by just drinking water. That's right. There have been studies that show that people who drink really cold water raise their metabolism by like 30 percent for the hour and a half after they drink that water. Oh, wow. All right, what if it's really chilled vodka? How about that? <laughs> The vodka and cigarettes diet? Yeah, does that work? Cause here's... We don't really endorse that because all alcohol does have some pretty serious calories. And not only that, but after you drink alcohol, allegedly, allegedly after you drink alcohol, you get very hungry for, like, burritos. Oh, I do. Yeah. <laughs> pizza here in Orlando, that's great, along uh, Orange Avenue. is always yeah, pizza and, shops. And, and nachos. So if the booze itself doesn't get to you, it's going to be the, uh, the late-night snacking. All right, you're, you're the men's health editor. Let me ask you about my uh, radio partner's diet here, J-Dubs. Here's, what he, here's his usual meal, okay? All right, let's hear it. Um, diet pills, uh, diet Red Bull, and cigarettes. How does that work for you? I tell you, I've dropped about 45 pounds in the last five months, I swear to God. Well, I would enjoy it in the next five years before you die. See, that's what I'll... Don't worry about that. I'm enjoying myself as I am. Is there any way we could speed that up so it's two years? Because... Well, here's the trick, here's the trick with, with diets like that, like where you just sort of like, like are take... first of all, the diet pills will really mess up your heart. If you drink caffeine, you can't your heart I think I'm more worried about that. <laughs> I think I'm worried about my coke intake. All right. Go ahead, Kate. I'm sorry. When you do these super extreme diets, like, you can't live on, like, rice cakes and, you know, crystal light forever. Hmm. You know? So what happens is, like, when you... Crystal when light's you, delicious. It is good, <laughs> but still you can't live off of it. When you re- Guys, do you want to learn? Yes. <laughs> sorry, okay. Mom. Okay. I'm sorry. All right, you're, you're right. Go ahead. When you cut your calories a lot, your body starts feeding off itself. And the first thing it eats is your muscles because your muscles are full of protein. It's like a burger for your body. Now, the trick is is that muscles take a lot of calories to maintain. So if you're super muscular, if you're just sitting there, like, behind the mic, chilling out, you're going to burn more calories than if, you're, than if your body's made out of fat because your muscles just take more calories on a daily basis to maintain. So when you cut out all those calories and you lose that weight, what you're doing is you're losing a lot of muscle. And when you go back to eating like a normal person, because everybody hates the person who's like, no, I'll have four ice cubes, no, I'll have half a salad, like it's boring and people don't like you and you have to, you basically have to go back to eating like a normal person. I, You're going to put on pounds back. Keep on talking. All right, do you want to... Uh, I'm almost finished. Stop, Dubs. Can you act like a human being for two seconds? No. Would you want to take some phone calls, Katie? Are you down with that? Or yeah, let's scared? do it. All right, here we go. 407-916-1041. 888 uh, Kate Daly, men's health editor in the hideout on Rural Radio. Uh, Jason, you're in the hideout. What's up, Jason? Hey, hideout. What do you got, buddy? Uh, she said that drinking cold water burns, like, excessive calories, but the definition of a calorie, a nutritional calorie, 
is the amount of energy it takes to raise one liter of water one degree Celsius. So even if you drink water at freezing temperature, which is zero degrees Celsius, and raise it to 100 degrees Fahrenheit, which is about 32 degrees Celsius, you're only burning about 32 calories. That's if you drink a, a liter of frozen water. All right, I'm lost. Yeah, thanks, Now we got a scientist. All right, I'm actually, I'd rather hear about EverQuest at this point. What <laughs> well, a... I mean, I'm just, I'm just here to report the science that we've heard. And, and, you know, there was a study that said if you drink super cold water, your, your metabolism increases by about 30% over. Now, have you ever gone through these uh, kind of weight loss things where you're trying to lose weight and everything? Me? Yeah. Oh, no, I'm super hot. I've got a rocking body. That's my thought. Thing. That's what I thought. <laughs> That's what I was trying to get to. I was going roundabout to it. I, in fact, well, you're looking actually, like. Actually, if, if, if this, if Jason doesn't believe the water theory, there's also green tea. There have been studies that show that if you drink green. I'm tea, not into uh, discipline at all. So uh, I have to uh, take a step back from that. Hell, that's not what she's talking about. That's not at all what she was talking about. What'd she say? All right. Uh, (laughs) If you drink green tea, studies have shown that there's a chemical in green tea that keeps your body from absorbing fat. You aren't talking. Okay, I do. Or processing Uh, fats. If you drink a lot of green tea, chances are you'll be thinner. Dub, she's saying tea. Oh. Yeah, tea. (laughs) Um, All right, hold on a second. We got another thing. I got my face. Uh, uh, And other things. Mm. Uh, James, you're in the high down road radio talking to Kate Daly from Men's Health. How you doing? What's up, buddy? I wanted to see a couple things she's saying. Mm Mm-hmm. You're supposed to drink room temperature water, and the reason that is is 65 to 75% of your immune system is in your digestive system, and your body and your digestive system have to work twice as hard to warm that water up. So it actually creates a hardship, especially if you're on the verge of being sick or acidic. But when then, your body's acidic, you become sick. But then, it, but if it's working that hard, it's also burning calories, right? Yeah, but it's, but it's, putting, well, a, it's I mean, putting a hardship on your immune system, which is creating weakness for your body. And diet soda actually here's the contains thing. aspartame. Here's the thing. I didn't know this many smart people listen to the show. I uh, thought some hot chick would come on, <laughs> tell them to drink you water. Stack the collar? No. Is, Are this you... a, is this a quiz? No, and I mean, here's the deal. As my mother said, you know, everything in, everything in moderation. And <laughs> the deal with diet soda and, and the artificial sweeteners, you know, the evidence that we have shows that you're unless you drink, you know, gallons and gallons of it, you're probably going to be okay. Now, if you're really fat and you're, or not even really fat, you know, if you're she's talking to you, Hepe. No, she's food. not. I'm not really fat. I'm sorry, Kate. We're... Are you husky? No. In, in fact, I would. You're well, stout. I'm uh, a bit like a middle linebacker, actually, to be oh. honest with you. A middle linebacker and an old men's team. Do you play team. football? Uh, baseball. I'm a catcher. Switch it. <laughs> I, went two, I went to two for the three. The one who gets to sit all the time, right? No, we're crouching. <laughs> the hell is it? All right, Kate, can you hold on through the break? Sure People want to talk to you. Uh, we'll take a quick break, and we'll come back. More, more with uh, Kate Daly. Men's Health Editor. The only person we've ever held over on this show is Slash. So it's Slash and uh, now Kate Daly. Hold on, Kate. So Hideout Road Radio 104.1. Kate over and do some double stuff. Stop, man. What the hell is wrong with you? It's not even... Now you're just... You're literally... I'm horny. You're not even trying. You're not even trying. I'm not. Got one thing on my mind. Come on, Shock Jock. I just want to say one thing. Um, You didn't say that I have a ripped stomach even though I eat all that Kate. All right, Kate, you there? (laughs) I'm here. I'm hanging on by a thread. But, uh... I don't. I really. If you want to hang out any time, I'm not gonna lie to you. I, that's fine. You can just hang up. I'm. I really. <laughs> I really. Uh, I'm ashamed to be honest. Um, all right, About what? You. Hmm. You and you and uh, the rest of you. Um, <laughs> here is uh, that more was general. <laughs> more for Kate Daly, men's health editor in the hideout. All right, Tim. Tim is the former U.S. Army master fitness trainer. All right, go ahead, Tim. Yes, sir. Uh, Miss Kate, I'm sure you're familiar with what an ATP is. Yes, sir. 
And um, I just want to point out the fact that one calorie of carbs versus one calorie of fat, one calorie of fat has how many ATPs? I'm sorry? Okay. All right. We can't, we can't. It's not test time for Kate. What's the point, Tim? My point is the fact that it takes one calorie of fat <laughs> has 156 ATPs. One calorie of carbohydrates has 28. That's why it's so hard to burn fat. Hmm. You can gain it so easily. Your body restores or stores the energy so easily, but it's so hard to burn because there's so much energy released in a calorie or, I'm sorry, a gram of fat. Hmm. No problem, Bill Nye. Why is this guy talking about Star Wars? Science rules. I don't know what's going on. I mean, he makes a good point. I mean, the ultimate point of that is, is that... You know, if you see yourself packing on five pounds or ten pounds, you know, some people gain some weight, they put on two pounds, three pounds, they're like, oh, I'm not going to worry about it. But it's a lot easier to take off that three pounds than to take off, you know, 20. Because people, uh, the average American gains about a pound a year. Now, what is, how much a year? About a pound a year. Hmm. Which doesn't, again, like, it doesn't sound like a lot. You're like, a pound, no big deal. But, uh... You know, it definitely adds it's up over worth more time, than and it's a lot harder to lose than it is to put on. All right. Uh, so what should, like, what's a good diet, then? That's a shocker. Tougher to, to take off than it is to put on. I know. And, well, I mean, the, the, you're going to be shocked by my diet advice, too. There's, like, no magic bullet. Like, you know, we have these cold water tricks, whatever. But seriously, like, the best way to lose weight what? is that you burn more calories than you put into your body. Which, I, I've been saying that forever. I, that's, you are that's, a smart man. That's the only way to lose weight. It doesn't matter if you're you drinking raised. cold water or this tea that you're talking about. If you're not burning more I calories... Think she said tea. She said tea. Right, you know what, Kate? I'm going to let you go. I'm going to do you a favor. I'm going to save you from these asses that I work with. Kate Daly, Men's Health Editor. Um, I appreciate you joining us in the hideout, and I apologize that these guys can't be more uh, What did respectful. we do? Well, I forgive you, and I thank you for having me on. I appreciate it. Mm. Have a good night, guys. All right. She wasn't talking about tea? I think she's talking about pee. What? Oh. That's what I thought. Oh. And that's why I said I'm not down with it. See, I was going to ask her about this article, this other article of hers that she wrote called Put the Tiger Back in Your Wood. Seemed like, uh, I don't play golf, but I don't know, it's immense health, though. I don't know. Oh. John, John the Marine, you're in the hideout on Rural Radio. Hey, how you doing? Um, you just got her off the phone. I was just going to say about our training and everything over there is a little bit differently. I mean, uh, when we were first, when I first went to Afghanistan, you'd go up, you know, 13,000, 14,000 feet, and you'd have to drink fluids at a different level with oh. decompression would be all water. Now you come back to the desert with 110 at night, 35 at night, and 110 during the day, you have to do it. Now all these oh, athletes oh, are drinking all these oh. electrolytes and everything else, they're playing for a play-to-play. They're not looking mm-hmm. at a long run. We are like a week or two weeks at a time as far as water, stamina, and everything else. And that <laughs> stuff will kill you. All those sport drinks are just, it will, and we it's don't no good for any it. of that. All right. Thank you, John. I really appreciate that. You, why are you so honorary? I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to lie to you. I'm trying to have a conversation here. The two of you, three of you, five of you who are here in the hideout with me, six, uh, you hear a hot chick's voice, and all of a sudden you start competing like you're some sort, like you're some sort of Neanderthal. I was going to start hitting drops till you got rid of her. The funny thing is... And don't ever hit those drops until 
either one of us point to you. <laughs> Give them at least 90 seconds before you hit the snore button. She was boring me. Diet soda's are great. She doesn't know what she's talking about. She's hot, and that's the only reason she got a job. She doesn't know anything about... We don't even know if she's hot. Yeah. <laughs> she could have been a pig. I doubt she's working for Men's Health and she's a pig. I seriously doubt yeah. it. I can't believe Tom well, can't ha- find a picture of her. you got to have at least one, one girl out that there. fits that description. If you're a big company like that, there's got to be at least one pig working for you. Yeah. Not as your spokesperson. Yeah, that, that's your requirement. That you have some fat girl as your spokesperson. Everyone's feeling sorry for you. No, the dude's still wanting to bang her. It's so funny listening to you guys. Why? You're animals. We are. There's nothing wrong with that. Listen, you couldn't even... <laughs> Who cares what the stupid bitch had to say? I'm ashamed. All I want to do is no, bang her. No, 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 no. As a feminist, I am offended. Be offended. I don't give a damn. You're literally caged animals. Uncaged. Uncut. Right, caged. Uncut. In your, in your case. I would take off another couple ounces. Uh, you know what? I'm going to take a break. And we're going to come back. We're going to try to be human beings. What did we do? Turn your mic on, you ass. What? I didn't say anything. You yelled why. <laughs> yeah. I listened for on air. Why yell it? Yeah. Well, you guys can hear me yell? Yes, we can hear you yell. Oh. Well, why should we be humans? All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back. What do you think a cup size was? I need to go club someone and drag them to my cave. <laughs> Probably like a 32B. <laughs> it's the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. Welcome back to the Hideout. Uh, it's Sammy Bateman here, Real Radio 104.1. Right now we're going to get into a game show that made Matt Albert famous when he was just visiting before he moved down here. It's called You Can't Win. It's the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. All right, so you're going to be the host of this game? Yeah. All right, can we do something to you if someone ends up winning? How about uh, a heart punch? Yeah. From each of us? Punch. Yeah. From me and Dubs, at least. I'm this confident in this game. All right, so me... You're this confident that no one's going to win from this game. Yes. All right, I'm pulling for everybody. So Dubs, myself, and Bateman each get a heart punch. Can I get a donkey punch? No. I don't get one? No. Not Bateman. Hmm. Bateman. I don't want to die. Just, I don't want to crack you a rib or a sternum. You said the game is that great. No <laughs> one will win. deadly. All right, let's go. Okay. You ready for the, uh, how about we do one question, if the first person gets it wrong, we'll go to a second person, and then after the second person, if they don't get it right, we move to the next question. You, uh, you reveal the answer. Okay. okay. We got some game show music for this. Again, the name of the show is uh, game show is what? You can't win. Hosted by Matt Albert. All right, let's start with uh, Chris. Chris, you're in the hideout on Rural Radio. You ready to play? You can't win. I'm ready. All right, Matt, ask him the question. What is the capital of the Asian country Azerbaijan? <laughs> what? what? <laughs> Say that again. What is the capital of the Asian country Azerbaijan? Bangkok. <laughs> no, uh, you can't win. <laughs> I know. What are you going to taunt the listener every time? <laughs> exactly. Anthony, do you know the answer? Anthony, do you know the answer? Yeah, Jimmy D's gay. Exactly. <laughs> Close. <laughs> what is uh, what you, is the answer? You can't win. <laughs> what was the answer? Baku. Baku. I mean, come on, that's common knowledge. I thought you that know, was a drink. That's uh, Boku. Yeah. Mm. All right, so essentially you're asking the hardest questions in the world. Yes, that I can think of. 
Now, we are giving away the DVD set to rescue me and $100 cash. And I want it. So? So you want it if I, we don't get any winners? Yeah. I mean, I came up with the game, didn't I? Dubs, do you like this game? I, I like, like this game. I don't work here. I know all the answers already, though, you know. Because <laughs> he's right. that good. All right. yeah. give us the I ne- can win. Give us the next question. Okay. What's the main rebel group forcing a civil war in the southeast country of Sri Lanka? Oh, that's an easy one. I mean, all right. Janice, did you hear that? Yeah. All right, Janice, what's the uh, what's the answer? Once again, the question is, uh, Matt Albert? What's the main rebel group forcing a civil war in the Southeast Asia country of Sri Lanka? How the heck am I supposed to know? You can't win. Exactly. That's how you play the game. All right. I don't know, and you hang up. Exactly. Okay. Got an ex-caller so they can hang up now? <laughs> Come on. You go, we're trying to give away the prize. Yeah. And they're listeners. Listen. Listen while you're in school, you might have won. All right? <laughs> Let's go. All right, Jonathan, you ready to play? Sure. All right, uh, same same question. Do you, need, do you need me to repeat it? Repeat it. What's yeah. the main rebel group forcing a civil war in the Southeast country, Southeast Asia country of Sri Lanka? Red dyed. Uh, no, the Tamil Tigers. You can't win. You are dismissed, bitch. <laughs> Get out. <laughs> No soup for you. Okay, come on. I got a bunch of these. How many do you have? I think I have like a uh, thirty. God, I, we can't play all night. <laughs> all right, we got to take a break. All right. If people want to continue to play, um, then we can do that. Hide out. You're on the air, dude. I know all the answers, dude. What's the answer? It's A. All right. That's not the answer to everything, Maddox. Sometimes it is. When you're in a bathroom. Quick break. Rest up. We'll come back. More of uh, Matt Albert's game. A lonely young man in the stall. Stop. What's your game's name? You can't win. Next in the hideout. Row Radio 104.1. You know, when you'd meet a girl, you'd give her a CD with, like, all your favorite songs on it. It's just like that. But it's the songs. These are, uh, show segments. It's the Hideout Mixtape on Real Radio 104.1. Ashton. Hello? Ashton, you there? Yeah, I'm here. Bring the music down. All right, here we go. Here's the question from Matt Albert. Ashton, okay. are you? what kind of trivia are you good at? Um, girly stuff. Okay. <laughs> Uh, name the four nations that border the country Kyrgyzstan. That's girly enough, right? That's ridiculous. You know what? Nobody's going to win this, you guys. Exactly. You can't win. You can't win. I know. Nobody's going to win this. You guys are going to go on forever and ever and ever. We should just stop it here. Hang and up it. now. Just hang up. This is game. Hang up. <laughs> it's a game. Hang up. What happened? What do you want to say, Ash- to say to Ashton? You can't win. Wow, you're really smooth with the ladies, Matt. Well, she's a whore. Like, some point, come on. No, she isn't. No, she's not. Be nice. Oh, slut. Do you say that to the girls if they turn you down right away? She's a strumpet, and she knows it. <laughs> well, what? Scallywag. <laughs> the pongo. <laughs> All right, look, are you? Are we going to have a winner at some point? Because we have to give this thing sure, away. Sure, if they're smart enough. Can, can I? Do I count? Because I'll, I'll get one Let's of these. Let's try right? Bobby Hill. Do you have the answer to that? Uh, Turkey, Syria, Iraq, and the U.S. Persia. No. China, Tajikistan, Uzbekistan, and Kazakhstan. Oh, guess you Google isn't working, hmm? Google isn't working? Are you there? Did you hang up? <laughs> Moron. Damn, dude. Go. Oh, hello? Are you there? 
Dick. No, there's no one there. You got to give another one. What? Be behave. <laughs> Come on. I got to give another question for what? Are you hungry? I'm just angry because they're dumb. <laughs> their stupidity. No I, one I, can I, get these right. I Why went are you to, so angry? I went to public school and I know this crap. Quick, get his cookies. Get his cookies. <laughs> Calm him down. <laughs> give me a treat. Okay. Would you, would you feel better if a chick came in and just showed you her boobies and won that way? I would. Sure. Or would oh. you rather play the game? Uh, it's $100 cash and the Rescue Me DVDs. I like your she, idea a little better. What if she played topless and I give her a really easy question? Like right. what? What's what an example of a question you'd give to a really uh, um, to, a, to a hot chick who came in topless? What is the Russian word for bitch? <laughs> okay, I don't... That's not easy. If they're going to come in here topless, you got to give them something easy. Like, is it Chekhov? No. I'm not giving an answer. I'm going to use that one. All right. All right you want to use that one now? All right, let's go to Mariner. Mariner, you're in the hideout on World Radio. Hey, good evening, gentlemen. What do you got? And, uh, and Chunks. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> what do you got, buddy? Um, oh, right, what's the question? What is the Russian word for bitch? It's not Chekhov. The Russian word for bitch. Uh, Chunks' mom's sideburns. <laughs> That's a great mm. answer. <laughs> mm, wow. That's a great answer, Mariner. And you can't win. I, I'm done with your stupid game show. I got a bunch of questions I love more. It. <laughs> it's just angry, Doug. Yeah, it's not even nice anymore. It's not, like, even fun. This that... for me. <laughs> I mean, the sound of the click is hilarious. Come on. Next, next. All right, we'll give one more person a chance at that one. Nigel, you're in the hideout. Hey, what's going on, guys? All right, what was the Russian word for bitch? Uh, can I get another question? Uh, you want another question? All right, give him another question. Nigel's been nice. He's been holding on. Okay. Give him a good one. Give him a good one. Matt Howard's game show, you can't win. Uh, who was the German goalie? <laughs> who was the German goalie? Oh, no. I right, change one. Hold on a second. He's having trouble. How many water fountains are in the Pentagon building? Uh, Mine. Hmm? I'm gonna say. Uh, How many? Uh, say it. Come back with it. Bring it to me. Let me see. I think well, there's. Uh, dumb boy. He's googling. I know he's googling. Right. Come on. Four of them. There's four. Huh? Four? There's four. Four water fountains. Drinking water fountains. Oh, no, uh, no, no. Are you oh, talking water what? coolers or water fountains? I just said drinking water fountains. If you would listen, no, I would you know. Didn't. No, we don't I know. said drinking, okay. How many drinking water fountains are there in the Pentagon are building? You, you get another guess then, Nigel. Uh, I don't know, uh, 15? I'd say 85. I'd say 222. I'd say 246. Chunks? Uh, 521. I'd say none. 691. Damn it, I was the closest. <laughs> Wow. Sorry, Nigel, you can't win. Nigel. Wow. You think that's a smart name? Just uh, a very dumb person. <laughs> Drop says the Russian Russian word for bitch is Putin. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> wow. Okay. All right, I'm gonna Next have, person. I'm going to have to call the game, dude. No, one more question. It's been a rainy. Uh, e easy question, I promise. All right, Alan's been on hold forever. All right, Alan, you ready to play? Yes, I am. All right, here we go. All right. Name the four knights that killed Archbishop Thomas Beckett. Come on. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> Archbishop of Canterbury, I mean. Uh, Canterbury? Name the four knights. Isn't that made up? I think it is made up. That's like one of them no, fairy tales. No, that's an actual <laughs> Archbishop. All right, who, name the four knights, Alan, can you? Uh, 
Trunk's left nipple, Trunk's right nipple, his <laughs> belly button, and his ass. It's, it's good. Mm, winner. I, Those were their nicknames. Can I make a guess here? Cover. Yeah. Is uh, Lancelot one of them? <laughs> you jackass. <laughs> no. What do you guys? What do you got to tell him? Uh, you can't win. Well, Matt Albert, this has been a rousing failure. You don't want the answers? I guess. No, it doesn't matter. <laughs> what good is it going to do us? I mean, come on. This is simple history channel and stuff. I mean, I watch that. You should be able to gather information from What that. is it in your heart that makes you so angry that you create a game show called You Can't Win? I get nothing for free, so why should they? You know, it's a, I had to pay for my uh, train ticket down wait, here. Your How mom many times for yeah. it? Hey, I bought you oysters. That's me. She wouldn't have the idea to pay for it if it wasn't for me. Think about that. I'm thinking about it, and I feel dumber. <laughs> exactly. I think you need to. That's get, why you you can't win. You need to get laid in an insane way because I think somehow the answers or the questions would be easier. Yeah. Look, I'm sorry, James, Jay, Jeff. I gotta. I'm gonna let you go. Yeah, because that's just that game's not fair. It's not right. I got like twenty more. What? I got twenty more. If you want dead air of just people stunned in their dumbness? Let's go. Come Dubs, on. did you have any idea about any of those? Yeah, I knew about fifty-fifty of them. <sighs> Why didn't you play along? You could have been a lifeline. Why? Well, we didn't. I didn't know we were doing lifelines. We should have been. I well, we scored them. Right, somebody wants to talk to us, Matt. All right. I don't know if it's about your game or what. You want to play your game again tomorrow? Maybe sure. somebody will win? I doubt it. And if they did, I'll punch myself in the nuts. You need to get laid. <laughs> I feel no tension. I'm quite relaxed, like I just got done badging. I don't care. I mean, Fred so Rogers. Fred Rogers, you're in the hideout on web radio. Hello, uh, Hello, Hello, Jay Dubs. How's it going, Fred? How you doing, Fred? I heard on your program earlier that you're looking for someone to take Matt Albert's virginity, and I think I might be the right man for the job. Oh, yeah? What? Matt? Up? Hello? Would you let my trolley enter your smelly land of make-believe? <laughs> <laughs> yes. I would accept it willingly. I know I might sound feeble, Matt, but I would twist and turn your black ass into more positions than a yoga teacher at the YMCA. Would you wear your slippers, or would you take them off before you walk into the house? I, this is like the weirdest phone sex ever. <laughs> With Joanne Angel, I don't know if she remembers. We've had her on a few times. Were we her first radio interview? Yes, we took her radio virginity when her uh, banned from the Internet movie came out. The Repenetrator. Are we allowed to say it now? Yeah, it's after 10. Then, regardless, who yeah. knows what you're even talking about? We interviewed her uh, a few days before it hit the Internet, and then the next day when the credit card company pulled the site for <laughs> being obscene, as it saw. Because there was so much blood. Yes. Because it was a zombie porn. Yeah, it was about a stripper, just like the, the reanimator, that horror movie of the 80s, but it was a stripper who came back to life and was really hot and had perfect breasts. Right. So we, Nothing wrong with that. We talked to her at DVD. By the way, she won the AVN Award for the most outrageous sex scene in the Repenetrator. Nice. Which, congrats. You know, too, I have to admit, it was out there. Mm -hmm. It was very intense. I loved it. Well, she's got a couple of new movies out, Joanna's Angels .com, uh to get those. 
Um, but it's Joanna's Angels Parts 1 and Part 2, Full Throttle, joining us in the hideout right now, the one and the only. Many of you have her as friends on MySpace. Joanna Angel, how are you, uh, Miss Angel? Hi, I'm good. Long time no talk. How are things going? Did you guys miss me? Yes. Yes. Now, here's what's funny. Question one. Can I get Sabrina Sparks' phone number? Yes. Um, I'm going to say it on the air so everybody can have her phone <laughs> No, just me. Um, now, here's the thing. I watched The Repenetrator uh-huh. when we very first talked to you, and that was cool. And I looked and even saw then how hot you were. Now, I remember you're Israeli, right? I mean, you're like yes. you're from Israel. Yeah. Okay, so I remember. Well, my mom is. Oh yeah, but I remember that part about you. Mm-hmm. And I, but I hadn't really like seen you in a sex scene mm-hmm. because um, you know I'd seen you in the repetitive. You were old enough to watch porn. Right, mm-hmm. and I hadn't been able to see too much of it. Right. <laughs> so at least you without blood. Uh-huh. So then we get these in. I guess about a couple of weeks ago, mm-hmm. uh, the Joanna's Angels Part One and uh, Two Full Throttle. Alt, alt throttle. Alt throttle. Alt throttle. Okay. Yes. Um. Thank you, Tommy. And I'm I'm watching them, and we've talked to Joanna a couple of times, and so I kind of have this kind of innocent thought about her. I don't. Yeah. Then I watch the porn, and I think it's the very first scene that I watch with her is her and Mr. Marcus and some other guy. James Dean. And James Dean. And my goodness, the things that you can do. <laughs> I mean... There, there's a lot of uh, choking. Uh, I mean, but it's like... Let me say this. All right, so it's one of those where it's Joanna, mm-hmm. and it's two, you know... Uh, Mr. Marcus, by the way, is uh, a huge, you know... I, I mean, thought you were going to say cute. Whatever. He's an African-American. Yes, black man. And the, <laughs> and the other guy, uh, Dean, you know, He's no slouch. Nine inches. <laughs> and, Wonderful. And Nine I'm, inches of fun. And I'm looking at these, like, and again, I've have I have this thought of Joanna, and then I watch her go to town, and I watch them go to town with Joanna, and it's the hottest thing that I've ever seen. Normally, I'm not quite into the two guys on one girl, mm-hmm. but I was chanting along. That was work. Yeah, that get, was that was a lot of work. Yeah, that was. That was uh, I was getting tossed around like a rag doll. <laughs> yeah, How, that's the best part about it. Let me ask you uh, again, JoannasAngels.com. You did. That's what I could tell. You loved it. It's a labor of love over there. You really dug it, didn't you? Well, we can't we, say that. Yeah, we had to dump that. To have oh, two of those. I mean, two of those. Well, that's, all, that's all right. That's right. I don't yeah. even know how to say that. With that. I will. I will try to uh, clean it up as we try to re up our. <laughs> to be with two our men dump. like that simultaneously it's is amazing. Like Right, no. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, that's... Okay. You know, that's all right. It's, it's okay. Now, here's one of the things that we've uh, done here in the Hide Out on Roll Radio 104.1. Dubs, did you have the same feeling as me at all, having talked to Joanna at least, you know, two or three times before? And yeah. Watching. And, by the way, you have perfect boobs. Oh, thanks. Like, your boobs are... Re- and your ass is really nice. Like, you're just really hot. All right, that's one thing I want to ask you about, Joanna. I'm sorry. You're so hot. Like, well, why are you doing porn? Because you're like... For enjoyment? I mean, is it because... I think... Like, I like it. You're... I'll, I don't know if you. this is even something you'd want to say or even be... But it's kind of like you're the alternative Jenna Jameson. Where, I, well, thanks. I mean, people say that sometimes and I get really flattered. Because I really do respect Jenna Jameson. I admire her. I mean, she's... She's really amazing. She's a great businesswoman, and she's beautiful, and she's, you know, interesting and smart. 
Um, and she's really re- flattered when anybody compares me to her. And then she's really hot too, so hot that you say, "Hey, why are you in porn, Jenny? You could have mm-hmm. been, you know, an actress or a model or something." And yeah, but for- who wants to be an actress or a model? I'll, you know, I've been offered um, movie roles in legitimate movies in like really? wait a second. So I need to be on set for weeks at a time um, and not have sex. Okay. <laughs> well, well, here's. Well, you can, like, you, can you can always boring. get some trailer action in <laughs> right. back there, but um, that's what one of the things we're going to talk about here is uh, your acting. Uh, <laughs> we're going to kind of do a inside the actor studio with you. I pulled some clips with <laughs> from uh, some of your acting. Yeah, with uh, Joanna Angel. Are you making fun of me? No, not at all, sweetie. You know we love you. Joanna'sAngels.com. Matt's looking at MySpace.com. And BurningAngel.com. Matt's looking at MySpace right now. And he just says to me, he goes, damn it, she's so hot. I know. All right, so Joanna, I believe Dubs, which uh, which scenes are well, these? From? I, I will start with the opening scene from uh, jo- Joanna's Angels, uh, the first one. <laughs> so let's start you off can't with that. Say that stuff on the air. I beeped it a little bit. I would love to hear what you guys made that into. Which you mother wants to be first to try my new button? <laughs> <laughs> You'd better head back to your softball game, little girl. Is it softball you want? <laughs> Softballs you're going to get. Ooh. Or maybe they'd rather play hardball. <laughs> Just who the hell are you girls anyway? We're angels. Can't you tell? So, I love you. What? That is. What were you thinking? What were you? What were you feeling to get what, into character? There? What was your motivation, uh, Joanna Angel, during that? Marvelous, scene? marvelous, Joanna. <laughs> no, but like, like when you want. All right, I'm watching the trailer right now. It's so cute, right? It Wait, really watch is. the trailer for Joanna's Angels too. All right, watch the one for. I'm watching whatever's on the website right now, JoannasAngels.com. Is that the oh. one for two? Or is that the one for one? I think it's the first um, one. Go to burningangel.com and then go um, on the homepage. It says click here to watch the trailer for Joanna's Angels 2, like right next to the phone. Alt throttle. Right, I'm yeah. looking too. Right, here's the great thing about these trailers. You get to see your boobs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I didn't know you could do that with trailers. Oh, sure. Yeah. I've, I've run batches of trailers over and over again. I hear there's one of Joanna laying back and two girls... Getting oh, milk. We're watching the trailer for Joanna's Angels, not two. Yeah, all right, yeah. hold on. Let me go to the second one. Go to two. Because while it's, while it's you're going to two. It just came out. All right, all right well, let's go to two. I'm sorry. While you're going to two, uh, we'll we'll go with our second clip from Joanna's Angels. It's Lizzie P. Hello? Dude, where the hell have you been, man? Um, uh, working? Yeah, sure, whatever. I got to send change your message. Alright, great. Well, I gotta run home first and get my charger. Winston's almost out of batteries. I'll meet you in the office in an hour. Um, and you better have those butt clean. The other night James was over and I pulled out my Tristan one and it was covered and... Okay, well, let's just say it wasn't very clean. Ew! Dude, how many times have I got to tell you that you got to start using something water-based? Um, hello? Do I work for you or do you work for me? Now shut the up and do what I say! Oh, snap! Fine, I'll see you at the office. 
Marvelous. Marvelous, Joanna Angel. BurningAngel.com. Right, that's it's actually funny too, which is. Fu- <laughs> did you write this? Because I know. Yeah, I did write it. I worked hard on that script. No, I like the dancing parts. What are the dancing parts? Oh, I- and Joanna's Angels too. Yeah, mm-hmm. she just starts. There's this one scene of her just dancing around. Yeah, it's because I'm in my room and I don't. I'm supposed to be doing my job, you know, like saving alt, mm-hmm. but I don't feel like it. I just make everybody else do the work, and I'm just sitting in my room painting my toenails and singing to my favorite Harmar Superstar song. <laughs> All right, I'm trying to get the, uh, I'm loading now. I'm doing probably the most unsexy dance in the history of pornography. <laughs> Worked for me. Um, I think I fast forwarded that I was doing that things one. from the Michael, the, the moonwalk to right. the Egyptian Hot. to uh, the, uh, I don't really know what most of those 80s dance names are, Roger but I, I did all the ugly dances I could think of. Cabbage Patch. Yeah, I was doing the Cabbage Patch. <laughs> you know what annoys me is that back like a year and a half ago or whatever when Repenetrator came out, she actually invited us up to New York because we were like the first radio show she did, and yeah. we were trying to help her find locations for uh, Joanna's Angels too. Because I remember she said she needed, like, a school or, like, a gymnasium to film some stuff in. And she invited us up to the uh, opening night. I of... remember you wouldn't let us go, Tommy. You said only you were going to be able to go. I should have gone. But look at this picture of Joanna. Damn, she's so high. How tall are you, Joanna? Um, 4'11 and 3 quarters. Perfect. Get out. Oh, that's so... All right, hold on. Look at this, Chunks. Look at this. She's in the corner with, like, some stockings on. That's the preview? No undies. No, here's the preview over here. <laughs> Check out the one I just sent you. All right, hold on. Let me go find that one. We're talking to Joanna uh, Angel, BurningAngel.com, right now to watch the preview for the second Joanna's Angels. It's the sequel to America's most important movie. (laughs) All throttle. All right, hold on. Let me look at this other. Oh, damn. All right, we got another clip. We have another clip. This is from the first one. I wish we had them from the second. Maybe that's for next time. Yes. All right, here we go. I'm so glad you're here. I didn't think you got my message. No, I came here as quick as I could. There's only one problem. I couldn't decode it. James, this message isn't encoded. It's in cursive. <laughs> and what part of I want you to <laughs> out of me do you not understand? All right, that's funny. That's actually <laughs> that pretty... is funny, right? That is funny. That's pretty good. <laughs> Uh, all right, so Hideout Road Radio 104.1, talking to Joanna Angel. What I like most is uh, the next couple of clips I have, I only have two more left, but the way to defeat the bad guy in Joanna's Angels, the uh, original one. They can play anything from the second. I don't have the second I one, didn't I'm know sorry. We were first. Our cavemen over here. I didn't know we had the I, second I, one. We'll have you, how about, do you want to do uh, round two next I week? Would- I will do round two. All right, yeah, obviously. Um, all right, here we go. All right, and uh, this is how they discover how to defeat the uh, the bad guy. Because of that pistol fellow's obvious hostile intentions towards you and the angels, I've advised James to be on alert should you need his help. I almost forgot. The club is located at 2nd Avenue between the 5th and 6th streets. 2nd Ave between 5th and 6th? Isn't that lit? Lit? I have no idea what you're talking about. I have, however, figured out the cure to Tommy Pistol's insanity. It's a highly delicate technique called the magic hand. I'll have to do the details in a few. Great. I love you. I'll be at Katrina's in 10. Joanna out. Oh, it's great. <laughs> the magic hand. Uh, Handy. Right. Occupation. Right, exactly. <laughs> I like that, hand occupation. Uh, that's very good. Hey, Joanna, seriously, we'll pull 
clips from the next one if you want to come back in. We didn't know that we were pushing part D. You're pushing, you're pushing, yeah, you're pushing part two. All right. Why does Angels 1 came out last September? Well, I'm sorry for a little behind the time. You, you guys are cavemen. We, we really are. You guys are porno cavemen. Trust me, we're just getting into this whole new thing. You should see what I'm doing. I'm so archaic. Right. Um, <laughs> I will You're watching it on a VHS player, aren't you? I, yes. Yeah. Hey, Joanna, I Actually, was... I have to put yours into my PlayStation 2 because I don't have a DVD player yet. So, yes, we are cavemen, Joanna. I, I've heard rumors about you writing for Spin Magazine. I do. My first... The first issue comes out like in like a week or something. Uh, what are you writing about? What do you think? Porn. Um, writing about... a. Uh... Uh, how to change your carburetor. <laughs> I'm writing the mechanic, the technology section. Right, there's no need to be a smartass. <laughs> All right? So basically, she's mastered the Internet, mastered movies and DVDs. I'm going print. Look at that. She's, done, she's written a chapter in a book, and now she's doing a magazine. You really have climbed the ladder incredibly fast. Yeah. Oh, thanks. I work hard. That's true. Mm-hmm. I really like Yo. to, you know. I, I love. I really like doing this stuff. But yeah, I'm going to be writing a sex column, um, and basically, I'm giving everybody bad advice. All right, that sounds. I'm like giving fun. you all the all the all the answers that you really want to know. Yeah, you're a regular Carrie Bradshaw. All right, let's. Yeah, right. Uh, uh, nice now, Sex in the City reference. <laughs> you sissy. Now the one uh, clip we do have left is them actually applying the magic uh, hand, hand occupation. Hand occupation. Hand occupation. Joanna, quick. Of course! Hold him down! <laughs> Something's overwhelming me. It's a great good feeling. All warm in the groin. Oh, this magic hand is amazing. What's that in the distance? It's light. Oh, it'll come to the light. Oh, oh who are you? Where am I? <laughs> Marvelous! Stupendous! It's a cute movie. It is. I actually was laughing, and I, I had to pull the clips from uh, this today, and it was the first time I've ever fast-forwarded through the actual sex scenes to get to the acting. Uh, but it's very, very fun. Well, Joanne Angel... It's and I will act- do the same for... Uh, jo- for alt, uh, alt Throttle. Yes, part two for Joanna's Angel. Did you watch the trailer? I'm watching it now. It's taking forever to load, but we have crappy computers, so I don't think that's your fault. I did go into BurningAngel.com to see it. Okay. It's Thanks. I've watched it. I mean, I have. I think I watched that one first. I watched them out of order, so I was a little yeah. lost. So you must have been really confused. Right. Whenever you like, you watch Return of the Jedi first, yeah. as opposed to Empire Strikes Back, and you're wondering, hey, how come he does? How come he's working on his hand? What know. happens to his hand? Exactly. Um, all right. Well, Joanna Angel, I'd love for you to come back into the hideout. Actors Porn Studio once again here in the next like ASAP. Yeah, well, so the, I'll get it done. Uh, yeah, for... I'm not doing anything in uh, ten minutes. Well, we can't pull the clips that fast. Obviously, you had to hear how much <laughs> beeping we had to do. Well, <laughs> uh, let me put you on hold. Uh, Tommy, talk to her. Soon as she's available again, we'll play. Uh, when once... you're on, while you're on hold, uh, get me Sabrina Sparks' number. All right, <laughs> Joanna Angel, uh, Joanna'sAngels.com, BurningAngel.com right now to see the preview. For the second of the Joanna's Angels. And hold on, sweetie, okay? And we'll have you on again. Yes. Hold on. Well, I'll save this for when we talk to her later. <laughs> we'll take a, I, there's something else I want to say, but I'm going to save it. We'll see if we can pull the clips and do that again tomorrow. That was fun. It's a hideout. Real Radio 104.1.
You're listening to The Hideout on Real Radio 104.1. This is Tommy Bateman. I'll be with you tonight and Monday, and we'll be back live on Tuesday with a recap of everything horrible that I'm sure has happened on the cruise. I'm sure Matt Albert has, you know, insulted 20 important people and probably been beaten up by several Monster fans, and I don't blame them. I heard he's already been drunk since he got on there. Anyway, <laughs> rolling on... We're going to do a segment about Matt Albert right now. It's uh, one of his six sick fetishes that he's acted out in real life. It's the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. Real fast, so I want to tell a story. I don't want to tell the story. I want Tommy Bateman to tell the story of Matt Albert. Someone who even I find disgusting and what despicable. Happened? So, last night I said something about this porn star named Max Hardcore who mm-hmm. just... Does the worst things imaginable on film to women? Oh, yeah. yeah. I've seen his work. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. And then Matt said something like, I like it. I'm starting to like it when the girls pout in porn but still have to go ahead and do it. And I go, yeah, I like that, too, just to see how far they fall in what they have to do for money. Because, I don't know, it's kind of funny just to see those whores do that. Yeah. Yes, Matthew. Uh, I just want to say this happened right uh, out of high school. Oh, okay. (laughs) So I was kind of inexperienced. (laughs) What? So So I, I, I just didn't know what to do. So, whatever, you're an idiot. So, Matt tells me the story about how he's starting to like girls that cry in porn and stuff. And he goes, I did that one time on the phone with a girl. And I go, what do you mean? Apparently, he he was talking to some girl on the phone, and he said something really mean and made her cry. (laughs) Now, her her crying made him very happy in certain areas on his body. So, he got engorged. Over yes. making the girl cry. And he starts to proceed to do things to himself. On the phone while she's crying? While she's crying, hysterically, <laughs> after him being mean to her, he made her cry. So now he's doing stuff. He goes, halfway through, I said something that accidentally made her laugh, and I kind of <laughs> lost the feeling a little bit. Oh, wow. This so, isn't going to help you. <laughs> so what I did was, I said something really mean afterwards, and finished. Oh. <sighs> Just to make her cry again. It was something about her mom. Uh, Who was this girl? Just a friend or a family member? Oh, but she didn't know he was doing anything, by the way. Of course. She might have known by the big sigh. (laughs) 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 Was it Miss Melinda? Was it jailbait? Wait, were were you trying to work this girl anyway, though? Yeah. I I was frustrated. That's probably what I was. Was she cute? She was all right. She she uh, was a little chunk, chunky. Jailbait. She started to lose weight. No, I started to lose weight. Oh. So, and uh, and the thing that got her to cry was like called her fat or something like that. Something along with being fat, and that's when she started to cry. Wow. And so then you decide at that point you're going to handle business? I wasn't he, getting anywhere anywhere. He was yeah. getting so turned on by her crying. What was it about Just her crying? Weeping on the phone. Well, I was having a repeat. Um, why she was so sad. And, uh, what? Uh, you know, just You made her, her say it back? Yeah. yeah. Why are you crying? Why? Tell me why. What did I do? <laughs> and then, then at that time, you're lubing up on yourself? No, it wasn't lubing up. <laughs> oh. it was, it was... Okay, I hate you. Dude, oh. that is so awful. I just find it funny that she laughs, so he starts to lose the feeling and then has to re-insult her. Crying in, crying in porn has never done it for me, and I've watched some criers, you know, oh. just out of pure curiosity. Send I, those links on overdubs. Well, I, I showed you one of them. You thought that it was a, uh, a scam that, that wasn't really going right. on, but there was yeah. a... 
like a my first uh backdoor thing. <laughs> okay. And uh like the girl was trying to get away, like crawling. I think that's illegal. That kind of porn. Well, it was perfectly it was on my computer. Yeah. <laughs> it wouldn't be on my computer if it was illegal. Exactly. How would I get if it was illegal? It's the Internet, for God's sakes. It's good right. reasoning. Let me say, I feel sorry for your mother. I don't what? know what that poor woman did to have you. What are you it, talking about? That's I perfectly normal. Every guy's done that. Never, especially not when on the phone and she's crying that you decide you need to... Yeah. Run a batch. Don't judge me. Tell me why you're sad. It's way too easy. Don't it's judge hard me. to not judge you. <laughs> cry. I didn't tell her to cry. She was crying on her own. Hey. So do you, So when girls cry, does that do anything else for you, or is it that you have to do it? You have to make them cry. I guess I have to make them cry. That's why you're so mean to women now. That is it. That explains everything. Only some girls. Like if I made Hooch cry, that would I would get nothing out of that. Now, just, just you know, joy out of her crying. Now, would you like go to a funeral just to get batch material? No, no. What if no, you killed the person? What? What if you were the one that killed the person? So you're the one actually cry. making him cry in a roundabout way. I can't answer that. <laughs> you're dirty, dude. I'm not dirty. Yes, you are. Why are you judging me? Because you're <laughs> dirty. Because hey. Hefe's going to start doing that in a second. He's going to make you feel bad about yourself. No, no I'm going to do it. What? <laughs> you know what I'm saying. No, I don't. <laughs> hey, Dubs, you see that uh, MSNBC... What? First of all, how was your... Your Mother's Day. Did you call your mom? I called my mom, and I was supposed to call her back later that night, and I forgot. Yeah, <laughs> she, just, she was going over to uh, uh, my sister's place for lunch, and I'm like, oh, well, I'll let you go and uh, you know enjoy lunch, and I'll call you back later. It just nope. it did seem like a regular old Sunday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I called my mom, my stepmom. No big deal, though. I was a little annoyed, so I didn't really get a good chance to talk to my mom. I got my, uh, my girlfriend an e-card from the cat and the dog. A happy Mother's Day e-card. So gay. Why? That is, that's almost as creepy, if not creepier, than what Matt admitted to. You don't get your girlfriend an e-card for take, taking care of a couple of pets. Did you call your mom, Matt? Yeah, I called my mom and my grandmother. How are they doing? They're doing fine. They cried, so he had a good time. <laughs> how's, how's Grams? Oh, Was she the crier on the other line? <laughs> <laughs> You're fat, Grandma. <laughs> How old are you? Tell me. No. We'll take a break. We'll come back. It's the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. Because you're going to want to uh, question J-Dubs. Why would you want to question me? I didn't do anything wrong. What you're doing in these Walmart bathrooms with 10-year-old kids. I am going to the bathroom. In fact, O-Ray just said he's already concerned about you. Why? That maybe you need some help. And he mentions a couple places where if you happen to bring these places up, uh, we should leave the room. Where? I guess notorious KT spots. Like you. I'm not a KT spot. You're just a KT. No. All right, what I'm happened? I'm a guy in a Walmart bathroom. <laughs> yeah, by the way, what's with the van then? If you're not. The big conversion van. It was... And why is it loaded with candy and video games? Because I like candy and video games. Hmm. Just it happens to be that uh, kids like those things, too. Between the ages of 8 and 11. I'm going to touch a kid. Hey! Whoa! 
Wow. Oh, my God. Pulling that thing out of the archives. Proof, son of a bitch. And it's always odd, because how come no one else runs into these problems? I guess we should hear what the problem is first. Okay, here's what happened. Over the weekend. Yes, this past weekend I was at Walmart. Nice. I am about to leave. What'd you buy? We were gonna. Uh, we were looking at a few different things. Uh, we went there uh, on top of going to the furniture store. We went there and we looked at uh, tables. Okay. And we decided to go to the furniture store, so we were leaving the Walmart. But I had to go to the bathroom. I had to uh, number one. Congratulations. So, so I decided, okay, I'm gonna run into the bathroom real quick. I run in there. There's like a ten year old kid, probably younger. Wait, definitely younger than ten. I would say seven. A seven-year-old kid standing in there. Alone? Alone. It's just you two in the bathroom. Yes, I walk in there. He's standing there doing nothing. Just Kind of creepy. Yeah, kind of creepy. So I make sure I go in a stall. Was he talking about seeing dead people? No. Okay. I run into the stall so I don't have to encounter this kid at all. And he starts saying hi to me. Okay, so you run into the stall... Even though there are urinals open. Mm-hmm. Now, where is he standing? By the urinals. <laughs> so he uh, he starts saying hi to me. And I don't know what to do. So I say hi back. Now, this is one of your biggest fears. Yeah. Being accused of kid touching. Yes. And this is Wrongfully you... accused of kid touching. And this is why you run away from children. Yes. Wait. So I go in there. I start going to the bathroom. He says hi to me. All right. Being friendly. Yeah. And I say hi back. You know, I'm just trying to make sure this goes away as quick as possible. So he says, "What's your name?" Okay, now, and I'm I feel like I'm being interrogated. All right, this is this is very tricky here because there are a lot of names you could give. You could give J Dubs. Mm-hmm. You could give Bucky O'Hare. You could give Jelly Roll Johnson. I just gave my real first name. Joe. Justin. Oh. It's Justin? Yeah. I thought it was Jason. No. Your name is Justin. Mm Mm-hmm. Get out. So I... Learn something new every day. So I gave him my first name. By the way, all those sound like uh, kid-touching names, especially the Justin one. And he keeps on asking me more questions, like what my last name is. I'm not answering anymore. I'm, I'm froze up. I don't know what to do. I don't want this kid, you know, running around doing anything so after i don't answer him a couple times he runs out of the bathroom yelling mommy mommy a man's talking to me in the bathroom mommy (laughs) oh oh my god i i go insane because this is my thing i do not want some mother thinking i'm being inappropriate with her son so what do i do zip up as fast as possible Hang on, you were, terrible. Whoa. you were talking to him while I you was were going to, I was going to the bathroom. I get out of the bathroom as quick as possible. Mm. And I run. I run, I run past the mother and the, the kid. Oh, that doesn't look suspicious. <laughs> Not at all. And I run right to my van. Because <laughs> you ran out to your van? If she saw you getting that, you're definitely looking bad. <laughs> Alright, 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. I don't know why that kid was allowed to be alone in the bathroom. Here's the thing I didn't... Paul. Did you say you were talking to him while you were both... 
You're both at the urinals? He wasn't doing anything. Hang on, he so was you... just standing around in the bathroom, hanging out. Oh, so you're talking like it's a your, men's club. With your pants down. Not completely. Just to your knees? In the stall. Not to my knees. Oh, you were in the Make stall, not yeah, at the urinal. I was in the, in the stall. I right? Door closed and locked. Dubs, you realize this? What? They got video cameras, dude. They got video cameras in the bathroom? No, they, they don't they have got, them in the bathroom. They, they can't got, have them in the bathroom. All they see is a kid coming out yelling, a man's talking to me, and then me getting out running my ass off. There's actually footage of you running out of that bathroom, mm-hmm. and you know they have it in the parking lot, too, of yeah. you running to your van. Yeah. That, that's the best part about it is the van. <laughs> I will pay big money. To just see this. Dude, you're a freaking felon right now. I'm man. not a felon. I didn't do anything. He's, you ran out guilty. Hey, look, the hideout is for a lot of people, not kid touchers. I'm not a kid toucher. Dude, why'd you run out? Because that's my biggest fear. What? Being accused of something I didn't do. That's what the courts are for. They should decide that. Not you. 407 does Dubs look guilty? I'm sure I look guilty as hell, but I didn't do anything. All right, hold on. People, all right, people are already lining up saying that you're innocent, and you've been framed. Thank you. Uh. Having fun? Not as much as you in a bathroom. Apparently. No, I. I was I only even... in there for a minute and a half. Ninety seconds is not long enough to do anything. A scar, a kid. Dude, man. That's bad. You're going to end up on some watch list. Watch me all day long. I'm not going to do anything. All right, people are backing you up saying this little kid apparently has been there a lot. All right, pictures from that tape are probably everywhere at every Walmart now in Florida. Yeah, man. You're going to be on Unsolved Mysteries. What were you wearing? Dungarees. No, I'm, I was wearing shorts and a T-shirt. Were you wearing your uh, Def Leppard T-shirt? No, thank God, because I look really guilty. Or did you happen to wear your Lions J-Dubs jersey? Not that stupid either. All right, Matt Albert, you're in the hideout on Royal Radio. What's up, Matt? I had the exact same thing happen to me, except the kid didn't yell, and I didn't have a kid toucher van to run out to. So, what, what, just some kid there so talking to you? So, you just went to the bathroom then? <laughs> no, the, the kid was came in, I was going, I was in the middle of going to the bathroom, and he stood maybe one foot behind me, and started poking my butt <laughs> with, his, with his hand. And I didn't know what to do. I, I looked behind. It's scary, behind. isn't it? I, he's, he was like, how did that beanbag, why is that beanbag going to the restroom? Matt, it's scary as hell, isn't it? You don't know what to do. Because that, being accused of being a kid catcher is a big fear of mine. That's why I'm not, I'm exactly. never alone with my little cousins. I'm never alone with anyone. He, he suffers from the same thing as me, because if you are, like, alone with these kids and you go to get a glass of water and accidentally brush up against them and they tell their mommy you didn't have any sexual motivation towards it, but they're going to believe that kid. I hear, I, all right, thank you, Matt. Yes. Uh, thank you, Matt. Appreciate it. I had a kid toucher. No! No! Oh, my God! The admission comes out! No, that was that's edited. I can't be here, man. It had a kid toucher. Oh, my goodness. Dude, you know what they do to your kind in jail? 
You're the first to get What kind? I don't do anything. <laughs> oh, my God. Lester Big Hands here in the hideout on Royal Radio. Hey, Doug. Yo. I'm in a bathtub. Would you touch me? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Isolate that. Isolate that one, too. All right, Dubs, here's the, here's the thing, man. Hmm. I respect you as a talk show host. You're one of the funniest people I've ever heard. But if you're going to continue this behavior... What behavior? You know what you did. I didn't do anything, man. You have to believe me. Why would I believe you over a kid? Why would a kid lie? Exactly. That's why you have to stay away from them at all costs. Children never lie. You should just try giving them candy. To not say anything? Dude, we're probably aiding and abetting a fugitive from the law. No, we're not. I didn't do anything. He's on Mike 6. I'll let him in. You better not. Dude, I can't go to jail because you got a problem. with. I don't have a problem, man. What's your problem? It's not my problem. I didn't go to a Walmart and start talking to a little kid this weekend. I didn't talk. He started the conversation. That's cool, man. Um, Bro. Bill, you're in the hideout on Road Radio. What do you got, Bill? Um, I had a similar situation where uh, I was in a restroom and uh, a kid came in, so I touched him inappropriately. All right. No. Come on. No. No. What happened after that? No. 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 It's not a joking matter. I was interested. Get his number for me. This is a big fear of you, right? Mm Mm-hmm. What are you going to do when the cops come get you? They aren't going to come get me because I didn't do anything. And if they do come, I'll tell them I didn't do anything. You realize that this whole behavior hmm. says something. It says I didn't do it. It says guilty. No. Maybe not now, but previously. No, never. Steve, you're in the hideout on Real Radio 104.1. I think we have all the classic signs here, especially the first big one. Denial is always the first sign of a Of course I'm going to deny something I didn't do. I think once you accept what you are, we can then A get, normal person who doesn't touch kids? We can then get you help. Fonzie, you're in the hideout on Road Radio. Man, Dubs, I had, I had respect for you, but this just went down the hill. Why? Yeah. What did I do? You're going to have to change the name of the show to the Hideout. Well, it'll have Michael Jackson. And Michael Jackson, the Dove. What is the Dove? Your code word in the inner circles? Is what inner circles? Is that your NAMLA screen name? Inner circles like the people who sing uh, Bad Boys? <laughs> wow, that was, you pulled that one out. Yeah. <laughs> Just like you're in a bathroom with a kid. Hey. We'll take a break. We'll come back. It's the Hideout Row Radio. I only pull it out to go to the bathroom. In a world where shock jocks roam free. I run into the bathroom. I'm standing there doing nothing. And this kid says... Yeah, I like candy. Why? I'm not a kid toucher. What do you mean, pet snake? I'm innocent. I did not do anything. J-Dubs touched me. Mom, J-Dubs touched me. Coming to a theater near you. Hey, that's tiny. Now from his evil lair in his heavy metal castle, it's the Windsor of Wad, Ronnie James Dio. Pardon me, miss! Would you like to see my long sword in action? The only thing heavier is my metal! Dio! Dio! It's such a pleasure to have you here in my heavy metal lair! 
the intern is gay. Incredibly gay, yet he claims he's straight. If he's straight, I'm gay. And I mean that in the kindest way. He's not fooling anybody, but he still tries. Maybe he's just hiding from that Asian guy. And I hope that the Asian guy doesn't know English. Because he's sitting in the room. I look at these guests. There's a girl in the corner. I'd like to see her breasts. Maybe she'll give me a squeeze. What the heck was that? Who cut the cheese? Probably Matt Albert. That big fat ass. He has a giant sphincter and can't control his gas, but he tries best that he can. But he still needs Beano. A room full of heretics on a Friday night. Sausage Fest 2006. But that's alright because the intern is gay. The intern is gay. Keep the intern away from me. The intern is gay. The intern is gay. Keep the intern away from me. Feel free to join at any time now, guys. You know the chorus. Or not, I'll just talk myself. One of the heretics, Destro, needs some help. Send me an email. I'll have a WTKS.com. Uh... So you can't see it on the radio, but I've moved to the other side of the uh, hideout. Away from, I don't know why. The guy you can up. you can sit next to me. I'm not going to do anything. I didn't do anything this weekend. I'm not going to do anything now. Getting you caught up. J Dubs was in a Walmart bathroom, and a ten year old kid, more around seven, was standing in there. And what were the questions again that he like, asked you? Like you just saying hi and asking me what my name was and everything, and I stopped answering his questions, and. Uh, he ran out of the bathroom yelling, Mommy, Mommy, a man's talking to me. 
Do you think this is a plant? No, no, because when I did get when I ran out, I did uh, look over and the mom looked pretty troubled. Oh, dude. Was she hot? No, not at all. How about the kid? Hmm. Okay, no. What? Stupid. <laughs> Here's the thing. He's actually, when we went to the bathroom together, by the way, he was talking to me, too. Uh, but, um, he's ranting and raving about what kind of mother leaves her kid in the bathroom for ten minutes to talk to strangers. Exactly. Because uh, if, the, if it was a legitimate kid toucher in there, that kid would have been in, pro- in trouble. All right, Destro says kids fall into the same rule as women, and that's guilty and proven in- until proven innocent. Well, how could she go? She can't go in there with him. What about his problem? I mean, I wouldn't mind. I, you know, I would at least stand guard on the on the bathroom. I'd peek in there, make sure no one's in there, and then I'd stand guard in the bathroom and say, hey, can you just wait a couple minutes till my son's out? Well, a lot of times when they're that young, too, the mom just takes them into the women's room. Yeah. I wish there wasn't an age limit for that. Huh? <laughs> What? You want to go into the women's room with your mom? Why not? I mean, I'm not going to watch her, but if there's someone else... But you know she's in the stall dropping a deuce, No, she and would... you're standing five feet away from it. My mother doesn't do that. <laughs> All right, Lester Big Hands is pissed now. Why? Because you wouldn't touch him. I'm wondering if he's too old for you. No, you're not too old. <laughs> too black? Hmm. All right. John, you're in the hideout on Royal Radio. What do you got, John? Hey, uh, J-Dubs, you're the guy who uh, my son said he was talking to this weekend, huh? Oh, dude. He was talking to me. I answered his questions, and your kid's messed up, man. Wow. I don't need some sort of a lawsuit on our hands. What kind of lawsuit? What For what? Dude, you did a bad thing. I did not do anything. What do you mean a bad thing? I went into the bathroom and I went to the bathroom. Did Paul, the, did the kid ask you a question? Yes. Did you not answer him back? Uh, I answered the first couple and then I figured he was getting too intrusive, so I stopped answering him. There you go. That's the problem, dude. What? You talk to him. You're a pervert. What? I talked to a kid, so I'm a pervert? When yes. You, when you're going, number one, with it showing, yeah. It's not showing. I'm in a stall. Nah. Paul, you're in the hideout on Royal Radio. Oh, man. If you guys... Hmm? I said, if you guys think this is scary, what are you guys going to do when uh, when it's Halloween time and all the kids are knocking on Dunn's door? Oh, I don't I don't stay at home on Halloween. I go to a bar where I'm guaranteed there will be no kids. Really? Mm-hmm. I didn't realize that. Oh, I, I avoid kids at all costs. Do these sounds like the words of an innocent or a guilty man? I want you to hear this. No, you're not too old. Uh, oh, man. Oh, dude. The evidence is... I'm just... talking to a 30-some-year-old black man when I said that. Tom, if you slap me 50 bucks, I'll clear out the archive. No. And you're also in trouble, too, by the way, over there, Chunk. Yeah. Because you almost killed Tommy's dog over there. Yeah, you're the bestiality guy tonight. Uh, Let's not talk about that. Look at that. I think I'm going to KT, bestiality. There's no KT. I'm in a lot worse. Yeah, well. There's no bestiality. No.
Mike, you're in the hideout on Road Radio. What do you got, Mike? Hey, J-Dubs. How you doing tonight? What's up? I just want to say that it's not really a fear of just title touching. It's more of a fear of just being wrongly accused. Mm-hmm. And that, um, if that, if you, if that kid really did, you know, go run to his mom, the mom would really just go in and look. And if no one was there, like you said, you darted out, right? Yeah, but she saw me run. Oh, she did? Yeah, she, she would stand right outside the bathroom. Oh, man, that's gotta look bad then. I was gonna say, she'd probably, <laughs> she'd probably just see it and just be like, oh, well, I guess no one's really here, but. Yeah, imaginary friend. But instead, it, she saw you. Yeah, she was standing right outside the door when I come bursting through, sprinting like Carl Lewis. And here's a funny thing too: we're walking back from the bathroom, you and me. Mm-hmm. I look at you, up and down, guilty. No, totally. There's yeah. no guilt. Guilty. You know, you dog banger. <laughs> what, I don't want you pointing any fingers. That's different. <laughs> how is that different? Because here's the worst thing. Do you know how many hours and hours of tape we have on you? Tape of me denying doing exactly what I'll do in court. There's bestiality. What? Don't we have another one, too, of Dubs actually admitting what he is? Your Honor, I'd like to present to you uh, Exhibit A in the J-Dubs versus the state of Florida. As long as they don't bring up Exhibit C or D. Okay. Okay. I'm gonna touch a kid. Wow, dude. That's you. That that means it was premeditated. It was no, not, you're not too old. Oh, it's that, not premeditated. That's even worse, man. Hey, look. Normally, I'd say I'd be right here with you. At this point, you're on your own. You can't leave me on my own. I'm innocent. Hey, maybe the kid was talking on his cell phone. No, no. He was talking to me. So what do you do now? Do you ever go back there? I'm going to live my life like I'm normal. Mm. You're going to have to go door to door every new place you live and tell them that you're a sex offender. I'm, I'm, not, not, a a se- I'm not a sex offender. I'm a kid toucher. Oh, come on. Dude. All right. I'm going to drop it here, but this is a good point. Alex PCS brings up a great point. What? Maybe the kid only asked your name... Because he wanted to let his friends know who showed him how to make rat brains. <laughs> it's the hideout. Uh, passing knowledge down to our youth Real is not kid touching. Everyone knows it goes. Kick him to the floor. Step on him hard. Step on him hard. Kick him to the floor. Cause I, I be smacking my hose. I be smacking my hose. I'm not interested. I don't. I, 5,000.